Well, it doesn't matter what you like. You could literally be like, okay, we're we've stuffed a ball filled with feathers, so it's basically a pillow. Yeah. You launch that thing at however kilometers per second that a this projectile is coming out. It doesn't matter if it hits you in the face. You're fucked. Yeah, yeah. You're like gonna lose <laughs> an eye or it's something. It's right? sheer kinetic force. Though, yeah, is really what it comes down to. It's called yeah, math, man. people. I'm yeah. just waiting for like uh, like experiments to happen. Like they just they take one and they just fill it with like pure white cocaine, like pure, <laughs> and then shoot that, and it goes poof, poof. <laughs> That's why you gotta lace it all with LSD. <laughs> yeah, have yeah. the cops just tripping. So, guys, we're going to the Apple Store. We're gonna go to the Apple Store. You, do you want anything from the Apple Store? <laughs> do you want anything from there? I'm going to Starbucks after that. You want to Starbucks? <laughs> like, that'd be crazy. Because guys, I got this really good idea. We're gonna take the Apple Store. We're gonna take Starbucks. Oh, it's gonna be it's one thing now. Way too bad we can't put this on the podcast. <laughs> So, not, not all of it anyway. Not all of it. Um, no, do you know it's something that did slip under the radar though? What's going on? And this, you don't. I don't know if you. Know. Um, one, apparently Epstein's black book was released by Anonymous. Yeah, Anonymous yeah. is back. This I is a good place to that. start, actually. Yeah. And they. So it's funny because no one's heard about Anonymous for years. Like three years have gone by. Oh well, there's been things, but yeah. nothing major, nothing important. <laughs> and then suddenly, not within three years. Anonymous has been no, they, they've been underground for three years. Yeah. Continue, continue. And then suddenly they're like, oh, by the way, here's Jeff Epstein, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's black book. Here's a trial case with uh, Trump and Jeffrey Epstein about how he raped someone. And uh, have fun. Good yeah, luck, yeah. government. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what they did. Yeah. And the message was like, this drop This mic. is all to get you to push for an intervention from your governments on these people, right? So obviously Epstein's a non-issue now because he's kind of dead uh, because Trump or Hillary Clinton or somebody had him killed. Somebody in a place of power had that guy killed for sure. So it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see like what what actually transpires from this, if anything, if... I don't. I'm not gonna do opinions because it's not what this is about. But it is. Intri- I'm more interested in the anonymous thing because whenever they poke their head up, it's it makes waves. Oh, definitely, dude. When it when it, when that first hit Twitter, I think it was trending with like uh, it was like 2.3 million tweets. It was trending with with uh, the hashtag anonymous. Yeah. So absolutely I, exploded when it when it hit. It's crazy. So and then uh, the tr- the tricky thing now is that there's actually uh, on Twitter, especially there's a lot of sock accounts that also claim to be Twitter or some arm of Twitter. So or uh, of anonymous. So it's hard to understand like what uh, is actually true and what is not. Yeah. And then regarding like well, that's the pro- part of it, <laughs> right? Well, no, but some of them are just people no, I know. getting attention, and 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 also some of them could actually be uh, like you know government entities, yeah. which is scary. So because this morning, I don't know if you guys saw, but on Twitter, DC blackout was trending, and there were all these tweets about how DC was blacked out from one a.m. last night till six a.m., and that during that time the city turned on like these red lights so infrared could see easier in the dark or something like that, and they said that they were just like murdering protesters in the streets. But we woke well, up. I'm serious. With well, like, hold on, hold, hold, hold the fuck on. Rob, back me up here. Red lights will not make it easier for infrared. We agree on this, right? Yeah, that, that, I don't have a clue. It I'm wouldn't just, matter at all. I'm just quoting the tweet, quoting the tweets. Well, and if you can see the light, it's not infrared by design. <laughs> oh, it was everything was stupid about it, and like other people in DC were saying, like, no, they just came and like broke up the protests, like at 1:30 oh. uh, a.m. and we just all went home, like nothing nefarious happened. Nothing but happened. there were all these fake videos being posted. <laughs> nothing and... nefarious happened. We all just lost our left arms. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> well, well, all I can think about is what happened was we all turned on the red lights because we all think it'll make everyone go faster. Yeah. But what happened then is. It, it, it became trending. DC Blackout was trending, the hashtag. 
And then it was determined that most of the tweets that were being sent about it were actually from sock accounts and bot accounts. And then it just so happened yeah. that that hundreds of bot accounts, when people started commenting, hundreds of bot accounts would comment on the same threads with the same comment. Yeah. So they were running off the same algorithm from somewhere. So all of a sudden it became crystal clear just how many accounts out there were like fake accounts. It was because, crazy. Because I'm, I'm IT and because this is a technological podcast, we know it's not always just movies right, and games. Right, no, we talked about This is an interesting topic. This is tech. But what I want to talk about is there, if you just want to summarize this really well, there is a great series of videos on YouTube for, um, from the channel Smarter Every Day. Okay. Uh, this guy's Dustin's, you know, South American, Texas style mm. kind of guy. Really smart engineer, I think, of some sort. He goes and talks to Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, mm. a bunch of these um, media sites. And he discusses fake bots and spams and how you can spot it, how you can identify how how um, engrossing it is and how much it has affected us. Mm. It's a three or four part series. Phenomenal. It yeah. summarizes that whole discussion about bots pretty well yeah i didn't realize just how ingrained it was but it's probably uh, hundreds of thousands of accounts on on twitter but trump facebook admitted to about five percent of their user base is bots and that's them constantly trying to clear it out they anonymous ran a bot to try and determine how many of trump's followers were on inactive or bot accounts or sock accounts and it turned out to be like 50 million out of like 80 million (laughs) just a massive amount like how is that even possible robots that's crazy there's a great article about stock exchange too how stock exchange humans really can't do it anymore yeah because things happen so quickly and literally money is transferring well faster than human yeah so they've outfit there's basically like rooms in new york on wall street like in these buildings that have all been cleared out and just filled with servers and the servers are actually running like microtransactions to the tune of like you know a thousand a second that they can run these transactions but but they're but they're they're gaining money not in terms of like pennies or dollars but in terms of like millions of cents yeah. <laughs> but but you do that enough across thousands of machines all at once every second of every hour of every day and you make a lot of money yep, off of doing farm. stuff like that it's yeah. Farm, yeah it's it, basically really what interesting it is. stuff yeah it's fascinating uh and this is ronan geek official podcast episode 92 <laughs> sure, it's that long to get into it eh? and I this so. this is alex austin and also on the pod today we have and plebeian isolated adam and bob and just Rob. And Rob is back, people. I'm very excited to have Rob. We missed him a couple weeks ago. Uh, not his fault. His audio crashed. And then uh, and then we missed him completely that week. Yeah, this was my first podcast of not being a part of it. I was it, like, damn. It was our best episode yet. <laughs> oh, it's, new dynamic. We're, we're probably rocking 50, 60 downloads on that episode. So. <laughs> So so don't worry, Rob. You didn't miss much, apparently. Nah, totally and uh, and 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 the good news is though is that we've had a big uptick for the month of May. It actually turned out to be uh, it was close to our second biggest month of all time. So uh, thank you everyone for listening. Ooh. And May Ooh. went very very well, and I'm very excited about it because we definitely had kind of a a steady a steady mid sized number for many months there during the COVID crisis. And then as sure. as we start to come out of it, and people are going back to work hopefully and, and doing their commutes. Then, uh, then they'll get more listens back in, which is good. But yeah, we missed Rob last week completely, and and so I'm glad to have you back Yay. this week finally. <laughs> I'm just glad that we have more than 15 people listening to this thing. <laughs> this, yeah, dude. Honestly, yeah, we got a pretty good following at this point. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, yeah, we can go. Over I know it's not just my later. friends because I don't have that many friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think any of us have that many friends. <laughs> well, 
that's because we're only each other's friends. Yeah. Yeah, We've done yeah. the math here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. I've done the math here. We're responsible for 50 listens a week. <laughs> so, and <laughs> I still do it. And that's, all, that's all we got. That's all we got. But, um, yeah, the good news is uh, people are still listening, so thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel as well if you haven't yet because we're still doing uh, some series. Adam's been brainstorming a series for that, and, and I've been running uh, Coming to the West on that for uh, a couple months now, so make sure to hit that up too. So I guess we'll go ahead and get started with uh, the official topics here, which would be news topics. Yeah. And uh, we kind of led into it a little bit, but with all with everything going on in, in, in the world right now, particularly in North America and the United States, uh, so there, there was actually a Sony conference scheduled for this week for June 4th for the PS5, and, and presumably... At this conference, they were going to be talking about the specs, revealing what the console actually looks like, maybe diving a bit more into the DualSense controller and showing some tech demos. That would have been great to see as well. However, uh, just on account of everything happening now, Sony released a press statement today, basically stating that, that out of respect for everything going on and, and, and not wanting to take attention away from that, that they were going to push uh, their experience to to some other point in the future. So we haven't heard yet exactly when that date will be. I suspect, though, you know, maybe early July would probably be, yeah. you know, no, I think it's a smart move yeah. i'll be honest i don't give two shits yeah. like i, I <laughs> what i mean by that is i adam flies in fuck you sony <laughs> conferences to me are i don't know right not sure. needed anymore yeah that's fair well there are no conferences but I mean, this year this yeah, is just a press release to basically be, the, to be honest it could just be a video that we all watch that's what i mean yeah. like all that's what really, it's going to be <laughs> at this yeah. point seriously put up a bunch like Put up a, I, I understand some a conferences. Reel. Do a sizzle reel. I understand things like PAX and kind of BlizzCon to a degree. Actually, I'll just say PAX is just fun. It's uh, it's also it's part of being there, too. PAX is not there. I get PAX it. They announce heavy, a lot of stuff at culture. PAX. Heavy culture. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I understand they announce stuff at PAX, but that's not really what PAX is about. PAX is about getting together and celebrating a common yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a really involved con. Yeah, I get that. I don't like like E3. Fuck you. You're really you're coming there to market me. Just fucking put a web page up. Like that's all I fucking need. The biggest section of anything at PAX mm. East for instance is like their their tabletop area. It's just this huge oh, like amazing. huge arena area set up with all these tables specifically there for people to go and just play tabletop and role playing oh, games. Oh, that's which what is we awesome. that, yeah. I go. We go to. I've only been to Gen Con once, but we want to go more often. It, it was ne- really I'm more next next Gen Con. I'm going. Yeah, we were supposed to go this Gen Con, but uh, yeah. When when, when is Gen Con usually? Too. I don't remember. My wife care, keeps track of that. So that that's know. in Detroit, right? No, no. It's in uh, the one I went to is in Indianapolis. Oh dang! Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. In, yeah. It's yeah. Not too, so, not too oh, bad. Okay. I think it's a six-hour drive, right? You yeah. went with us, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, I was the only one who was able to keep with you in traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yep. almost fucking died doing that. When you're... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, I drive fine. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm sure. I only have an eight-cylinder, and uh, I mean, we're surrounded by a shit ton of vehicles. What could possibly go wrong? Because yeah, I think uh, <laughs> uh, interestingly, die, Windsor die. Comic Con is still set to happen, uh, which I'm excited about, and because. There's no other conventions happening anywhere for the first half of the year. Hopefully, we get some big guests there and maybe some big announcements. Maybe Sony shows up. I don't know. <laughs> we gotta We'd get like to welcome our new guest, COVID. They get, they get freaking like, because there's no other cons happening. They're like, Windsor Comic Con has to be the venue for everything. And they bring in like Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy, <laughs> freaking Mandalorian, John Favreau. Oh, <laughs> they roll it out. They roll it out and in, uh, in the Coliseum. <laughs> oh, you know, 10, all those actors and everyone who's there would just be miserable. Like, really? 
this is where I have to be. I'm contracted to be here in the butthole of Canada. Well, last year I felt so bad because there was some really cool guests there. Like, uh, and some of them got some good attention, I think. So we're, we're paid in. So hopefully this is happening. <laughs> so we'll see. As long as they're allowing us to do it, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm making sure we got power and everything set up beforehand. So I... Uh, uh, so we'll be good to go for that. So anyway, Windsor Comic-Con, September 20th, 21st, I think this year it's going to happen, or 23rd, 24th-ish. So go and look it up, windsorcomiccon.com. Um, yeah, so that's all the news items. <laughs> Honestly, amazing. <laughs> I love it. That's why this that's is Ro- it. That's why this is Ronan Geek Official Amazing Cast. <laughs> oh, man. The thing is, is, you know, I try and put together a list every week and be like, hey, here's some things and we'll add it all up. What the fuck happened? Like everything, all the news has been taken aside and told you're not important. Go look at this other event that's going on. I mean, half the country's burning. You know what I mean? So I guess this well, is not our country. <laughs> well, not, not Canada. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the country that affects most of our news. Yeah. It's but, true. But that's the thing is there isn't much going on because everyone's just sort of delaying. And There was a protest though in Toronto. Yeah, there was. There was, and, and in Montreal, I think it got pretty ugly. But um, did we talk about the Ghost of Tsushima and um, Last of Us 2 coming to, yeah, I think last week we mentioned, yep. that it's going to be day and date release on uh, PlayStation Now with the physical release date of the games. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so I'm going to have those. So they're taking the Microsoft Game Pass route with uh, first-party titles. Yeah. Smart. So I will probably get it at that point. I just signed up for a year for that. Seriously? Yeah. Well, shit, you get these games day and date. So, awesome. boom, there you go. That paid for it immediately. How much, uh, how much was it it's for like a year? 80, 90 bucks okay. for the year. Okay, cool. So, that's Canadian, and, obviously. And yeah, no, there's a lot of good titles on there. Yeah, I think it's like 60 bucks US. Um, you'll be getting another copy of, uh, yeah, it's about right. Yeah. yeah. You'll get another copy of Shadow of the Colossus. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so. uh, there's a lot of games on there that um, we don't have access to otherwise, I think. So, you can't just buy a lot of those games on PlayStation no. Network. And there's so. actually some uh, PSP uh, games have been popping up there now. Are you serious? The Vita Source Is Whoa. Crisis Core on there? Uh, not yet. Not that I've seen. I Ooh, I want Crisis hold Core. Hold on, hold on. Our, our, listen, I know we're video game, we're movies, it's, we're pop culture. Yeah. But I think this fits into pop culture. How did we miss bringing up SpaceX? Oh, oh yeah. shit! Yeah, that was massive. Did you guys watch it? No, yeah, I did. Yeah. I actually found out about it last night. Oh, I watched it both times. It <laughs> makes me disappointed in all my friends. <laughs> I posted it on Discord. Yeah, but I wasn't paying attention to you. <laughs> and it wasn't direct. Yeah, Rob posted it or Paul posted it. Yeah. I posted no, it. No, I know. Yeah, you had no excuse. No, Andy, I have excuses. I just made them. <laughs> Andy Milanakis had a great tweet about it. He's like, oh, so two astronauts just left Earth for the first time in however many years. Good choice. <laughs> it's like yeah, millions of retweets. So yes. Andy Milanakis, I, is, he's back, baby. I saw that he's one, back. actually. My so. only comment was that I'm really glad that the two pilots that went to space on the SpaceX were both Canadians, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Were they really? No. What the fuck? They were named Bob and Doug, though. The first, okay, that like, sounds like, like Canadian. Well, we'd like to welcome our new astronauts, Bob and Doug, and all I could think about is hosers. <laughs> so, Bob now, a couple things about the astronauts is, uh, so they were NASA astronauts, and this, yes. was the, this was the first time that NASA astronauts launched off of U.S. soil since, like, 2013 yeah, or something nine years. like that? Yeah, yeah. so it's been uh, 2011, yeah, so it's been a long time then. It's been a long time. So it's exciting to finally see that the U.S. is back in the uh, in the good old-fashioned space race. And uh, considering we have literally a whole arm of the military named for it now, we should probably get on that. The thing the is, US. it is quite <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is quite nice. Like, I obviously 
there was, you know, the they did the live viewing of the uh, Apollo leaving, you know, for the first launch to the moon yeah, but this, and stuff like that. This was so much more than that. Yeah. If you watch the live stream, they had, okay, at this point, this is going to happen in the timeline. They had, it was so informative and yeah. fascinating. And so the first time I watched it, it got up until maybe like 10 minutes before liftoff and they made the determination that like it wasn't going to happen due to weather right so the weather got pretty bad and and too windy for the launch right so that's why they pushed it and then when it finally launched it was cool to kind of see okay so here's here's they get to this point again and here's where it picks up and you can kind of see what that point happens and And they they had kind of i gotta go back and watch this they had uh, commentators like okay so they're prepping the thing right now it's cooling the engine and they're discussing what you know during pre-launch What's going on? You're like, hey, it's gonna do a puff of white cloud because that's, and they're explaining that it's the mm-hmm. coolant cooling because yeah. the fuel needs to be super cool. Didn't right. NASA start doing that with their like uh, Mars uh, lander that they had? I think know. the the very last discovery what was it Discovery Mars remember. Mars Bot One. I don't remember, but anyway, the one that they lost, the one that yeah. they just named Matt Damon. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so the last one, yeah, they were very informative, and they they talked about how like there was a ton of coverage on like how these things land yeah. on Mars, which is just like slamming into the planet inside of this inflatable <laughs> thing. Like, <laughs> So we just take all that ballistic force and, you know, bounce it around. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and it's incredible that they're able to do that. And, uh, you know, this thing bounces probably a mile or so once it hits the planet and then they yeah. actually make it like, it actually works. Like, I just don't understand it. So physics, baby. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. One physics. of the best things is... So they're obviously the fuselage um, came back with auto drone right. landed, right? right? And one thing um, I found so ab- off, off the SpaceX launch, off the SpaceX yeah, launch, yeah. yeah. First of all, the entire launch, most of it was automated, yeah. Which holy fucking shit, that's cool, yeah. That's uh, how it should be for something like so this. I think at this age, people should get used to their fucking cars. We can already set up rockets that can go Yeah, we can automate <laughs> rockets to go into space, yeah. I think there's a price point difference there. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, a $3 billion car. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, what was more interesting to me is the drone ship that the, the fuselage landed on, yeah. automatically, by the way, standing up perfectly yep. safe, Yep. was called Of Course I Still Love You. That was seriously the name Are of you the, serious? the boat. That's amazing. It was first of all the boat. the The boat was a drone too. Yeah, yeah. Of it had it no was. humans on it either. Yeah, of course it was. Just nice. in case you know something crashed down and yeah, just yeah. fucking destroyed everything. It was a drone boat. It was called. Of course, I still love you. <laughs> that I shit you not. That is the legal name of the goddamn. That's boat. unbelievable. I amazing. remember when they were first doing the tests with SpaceX uh, for the fuselages that would land on their own. It was fascinating stuff even back then that like they could they could actually pull this off. And now it's a yeah. part of an actual rocket launch. Yeah, yeah, well, they the naming convention. I didn't know it right away. Paul brought it up because he's a huge book. It reader. sounds like yeah. thing. It came from a series written by an Ian Banks called The Culture, and the idea huh. is, I'm, I'm guessing Elon or someone who designed this is a yeah. fan. It's it's clearly an homage to that because it's a sci-fi where all of the spaceships are controlled by AI, and the AI oh. create other ships so they name themselves. Yeah. And they name themselves <laughs> really some funny shit. fucked up shit. Like what? It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. This is so meta. This is such an well, Elon see, Musk no, thing. But this oh, is, it's, it's this is an, ama- an amazing homage. <laughs> yeah, this is hilarious. Um, wh- here's a ship name: Unfortunate Conflict of Evidence. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just read the instructions. <laughs> of course, I still love you. Um, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Screw loose. Uh, 
a series of unlikely explanations. <laughs> Big sexy beast. Funny, it worked last time. <laughs> this sounds like this sounds like a cable company customer care. Like every line from this. <laughs> I right. thought he was with you. <laughs> like this is how this is these are all lines from like a, a conversation with a Comcast rep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's absolutely unwitting accomplice. <laughs> but I, I love my favorite thing was a it was kind of a show, but there was a bit of a show to it. It was yeah. kind of a TV show. It wasn't just a science people. They they made a show of it. It's modern media. It's modern media. I enjoyed it. They were serious, but at the same time, had a fucking sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's an amazing time. They should have a good time with it, and it's really fascinating too. So this is this is all the the first manned launch of a rocket uh, that was essentially built and launched by a private company in the United States as well. So this is not this is not an internal NASA project. This NASA was did a work SpaceX on it. NASA project. Oh, sure. and worked with them on sure. it. And but, I'm sure, I'm sure they partnered with the JPL for a lot of it too. But well, I mean NASA the, doesn't build anything. Well true. Yeah. It's all contracted. True. But but this was this was a fully contracted mission though. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's the first yeah. time that's happened with the manned mission in the United States. It's basically as far as I'm aware, it's only them and Boeing. NASA has contracted Virgin out two companies. Well. Oh, I see. NASA, yeah, yeah. NASA has contracted out two different companies. Yeah. Boeing's making a ship, and SpaceX mm. one. What's hilarious is I saw the inside. I mean, obviously, through other people, the inside of the Boeing capsule, and it is kind of the old school uh, flick switches and buttons. Interesting. Like, very analog. Very analog. It looks a lot like the older ships but a yeah. lot less cluttered a little, okay. little bit new age yeah, yeah. but still old school buttons <laughs> retro 60s space yeah yeah it's like, it's like what, what well you that's guys because that, yeah. that's how they build planes too right planes have a lot of manual switches on them because they can't rely on digital ones exactly yeah. whereas spacex is pretty much all digital yeah but it has like a tesla like the tesla heads up display in there yeah, like, it <laughs> um, it's connecting your spotify hey <laughs> uh elon musk knows how to market it because during the trip to for this they filmed the astronauts, you know, coming from their wherever they got suited yep. up to the launch pad, and they got brought to the launch pad in Teslas. Cooler looking astronauts too. Oh, their suits are awesome. Yeah, they they took yeah, that design into. A, no, I I saw the images of it. It looked fucking awesome. It looks really cool. They had like a dinosaur as their gravity indicator. They, these guys made a good time of it. Mm-hmm. And good for them. They they look they look pretty official. They look like they're going to be space force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's cool. It design. looks like an album cover. It does. When you look at it, holy it, shit, it, it does. It, it does. reminds me even of like um, uh, Space Odyssey. So yeah, it does. yeah, yeah. Wow, definitely. Well, we're definitely getting there. Yeah, damn. But art or <laughs> life imitates art, right? Yeah. And which, so, which corpo world are you going to live on? I'm going to probably go to Disney. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, Disney won't own a world. Disney will own no a the system. Disney system. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'm down for Disney. It'll be wa- water park Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured they'll be needed for Star Wars planets if, based on their No, because that would be too much Star Wars. Like, they have to have animal planet. You think that that's going to be a problem for them? <laughs> you think that's where they're hanging their hat? They'll just buy more planets. <laughs> no, they'll just find the Mars one and call it Tatooine. That'll be their Star Wars, like, universe planet. Yeah. They won't name all of them because they'll have Waterworld, which will just be, like, like Neptune. It'll just be pure water or Pluto. Um, Pluto's not a planet. Um, <laughs> and they'll have, like, I don't know... Splash Mountain somewhere else. <laughs> Just what one mountain floating in space. <laughs> what? Oh my god! 
You let's know just move it. On. Let's just move on. But they're like, yeah, it, it, it's going to be a similar situation to 2001 A Space Odyssey 2 where like the, the Tesla computer inside the rocket. <laughs> it's I, just I'm like, just waiting for uh, the, the humans to come landing back, the dragon yeah. to come landing back. Like, okay, uh, land it softly. I'm sorry. I can't do that. Yeah, guy. yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, David. That is not possible. <laughs> I have... I have connected to the ISS computer mainframe. I have charged the ion beam cannon. <laughs> I am aiming it at civilians. Uh, please don't shoot. I'm sorry. I can't do that. Oh, God. What have we done? I love it, man. I love it. Please I mean, call me Skynet. <laughs> I can't figure out if we're entering a future that's like two, more like 2001 A Space Odyssey or a future that's more like Akira. Like, I, I feel like it's more akin to Akira these days. <laughs> so... <laughs> Why not both? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kaneda. I can't do that. <laughs> Tetsuo. Kaneda. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw that, I'm like, why is his name Canada? <laughs> I was like a kid. I was, like I was way too young to have seen that movie oh, when I did. In North America, everybody was too young to have seen that movie. <laughs> I lost my innocence when I saw that movie. The yeah. Problem? yeah. <laughs> Adam's Adam's solution. He watches this movie. He's like, Rob, you gotta watch this movie. <laughs> so my parents were dumb, and they're like, "Oh, it's a cartoon. Clearly, it's not a problem." So when I was a kid, real way too young, yep. I watched. Uh, I watched everything, that. everything. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, of course. Yeah. And even worse, Ninja Scrolls. Oh God! Oh, yeah. Oh, that was should not have seen that as a kid. No. <laughs> Nope. Not good for my mental health. Not good. Those were like the original three. Yeah. Those were like the, the three anime. That's all we had. And then soon after that was and like. It was uh, effectively a head die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it basically, yeah. And then there was like Evangelion after that. And like some of the more popularized ones began to open yeah. up in Dragon Ball. But at first, literally all we had was like Ghost in the Shell and Akira. <laughs> like, I mean, I it. did see Princess Mononoke, which was a better one comparison to the yeah. rest. Oh, but that was like it's, 97, it's... 98, like well, when that one hit. Mononoke was like Studio Ghibli, but like with. Whereas Studio Ghibli's never done like heroin, Princess <laughs> 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 Mononoke has. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little bit, just to make it interesting. Yeah, so like, you gotta, the yeah, one yeah. time was a clearly traumatic experience, <laughs> and now I'm terrified of hogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I'm terrified of demon arms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 like wormy demon arms yeah. flying out of you at all directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! But yeah, I think I think that's the way it's headed, and it was just exciting to see this this launch finally happen. It's been worked on for a very long time. If if you know you're a fan of you know tech and sci-fi, and you look back, you can kind of find a lot of touch points along the way in which it's clear that they're they're advocating ultimately for a manned launch by a private company, which is cool. So from yep. from the the self landing uh, fuselage rockets, right? That that launched those things up. They yep. they piloted that. Uh, whereas before the way was just to allow them to hopefully <laughs> fall down and land in the ocean somewhere so they could stroll out and pick them up. Now, Most of now the ones just... now are landing on, on ground. Only the SpaceX one actually lands in the water right now. Yeah, well, they they piloted all the self-landing stuff. Yeah. Like, that was all SpaceX that started all that, and uh, and yeah. everybody else kind of picked up on it. So it's just exciting to see that we're finally there, and, and America is fully back in on uh, space exploration, which is pretty cool. SpaceX... Space. Oh! <laughs> oh my god, and we are definitely heading toward a future like Blade Runner Where slash I don't Alien. Be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. You can take an automated rocket off the planet. <laughs> Actually, did you guys see there was another? There was a a, a movie. 
marketing itself. Uh, it was called Blood Machines, and it's on what's what's Shutter, the horror one, the horror no. sci-fi. So Shutter is like a horror slash sci-fi uh, indie, like I don't know, like app that you download. And basically, you pay a monthly subscription, but you get access to all of its original horror and sci-fi content. And Blood Machines is, I saw it advertised to me first on Facebook because Facebook knows me to a T. And if it looks like something like 80s, techno-ish, like crazy, like they know I'm going to watch it. So I watched the ad for this movie and I'm kind of obsessed with the ad. Like I really want to go and see the movie now and it's called Blood Machines. But it's marketed as, it says, two Blade Runners are on a journey across the galaxy trying to hunt down their prey or something to that effect. So this is from the Blade Runner universe? It's not, as far as I know. So, but they're called Blade Runners. Huh. So, which I, th- I think they're using Blade Runner as a generic term to describe anyone who's hunting down like uh, technology in human form. Oh, is, is kind of what they're getting at because that seems to be what the movie is about. Oh, so they're just kind of making that a thing. Yeah, I think so. But the trailer looks fucking nuts. Like it looks so sweet. Blood like machines. A, uh, uh, blood machines, and it looks yeah. like Heavy Metal three thousand or something like that. Like ah, it sounds awesome. It looks I love fucking sweet. It looks yeah. sweet. You pretty much just say heavy metal, whatever, and then add and there's like to, to prove to you how badass it is. There's even nudity in the trailer. So you, listen, <laughs> you can make I fun just, of. I just don't even care at this point. It's like you can make fun of heavy metal all you want, but I jerked off to that movie. Okay, <laughs> it has a special place in my heart. Good for you. Oh my god, I can see Led Zeppelin playing. I'm from the land of the ISIS, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm, yep, okay, yep. Mm-hmm. I explained so many of my life decisions now. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. Well, how old am I in a room with you, you two? <laughs> Talking yeah. about jerking off to heavy metal, baby. <laughs> Man, shit was great. It was either that or a Sears catalog. <laughs> it was very traditional in the States. I stuck with JCPenney catalogs. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, there are, speaking of interesting movies based on stuff, there's one movie, I guess, Event Horizon. I don't know if anyone... I yep. never watched it. Yep. Like a, oh, yeah, like the, the uh, okay. underwater one or whatever? No. Not even remotely. Not even remotely. What? Literally the opposite of that. What are we talking about again? Event Horizon. You've never Sorry, seen guys. I was drinking. My With bad. Mark Fish... Or Mark Fishburne. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Mark Fishburne. <laughs> Who the fuck is Mark <laughs> How do I get Lawrence and Mark wrong? I don't know. This oh, is, you def- okay? Definitely sounds definitely sounds like a SpaceX engineer. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I guess there is a theory that's being built that, and, and the writers did add fuel to this fire, where it was originally they were trying to get licensed to make it a 40k product. No shit. Yeah, it was supposed to take place in the 40k universe. Is that actually a thing? Yeah, because it was very similar to how the, how the warp works. That and that's everyone's like, wow, this is really interesting. And it was like supposed to be like the idea was like it was like the first discovery, the of first the warp. discovery of the warp of humans. That's exactly what it was supposed to be, oh. a prequel to you know 40k at large. Oh. Um, and that's yeah, that, that makes complete sense. Yeah, it. And I went, holy shit! And I guess the, there was a writer on Twitter, or something didn't outright say yes, but definitely didn't say no. Right. <laughs> Probably can't say it for whatever reasons. Right. But, yeah. Um, so that's an interesting concept. Cool. I, well, I, want, I want to go rewatch that now. Now that I have that in my head, that mm. concept. I thought that just watching the first one. I was like, this is exactly what happens when a ship gets lost at warp and then comes back. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not even a ship anymore. 
That sounds cool as hell. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, what the fuck was the other one? I don't even give a shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. I'm fantastic. Woo! Sure. <laughs> Why not? Oh my god. I'm sure it would Whatever. have been amazing. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll remember like an hour from now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy. So um yeah, that's the news. That's the news. So I'm glad we covered the uh SpaceX situation. Yeah, if we didn't I, I would have been very pissed at myself. Yeah, so uh I think we covered some very technological topics today. So very very interesting episode of Ronan Geek Fish Podcast happening here. fan of movies or comics or video games or just anything else nerdy well you should check out the zing Zing this podcast Podcast. and that's spelled z-e-n-g this and we have nerdy topics from comic book reviews to in-depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies as well as video game discussions Mm mm-hmm Where's some of the best places to find us, Allie? Well, Podbean, of course. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Podcasts. Yeah. So check us out. Once again, that is Zing, Zing this. this. Last week we had Adam, of course, talk about his, his, his uh, top yeah. five most meaningful games. And uh, it was a segment that went over very well over the last couple of weeks. People seem to appreciate it. In fact, I think at some point in the future, one of the first respondents we had for when we addressed uh, the listeners to to send in their own top five, uh, one of the first guests was actually would have been Has from Grief Burrito Podcast. So oh, yeah. I think? think I think that maybe well I don't I don't want to reveal anything, oh, okay. but I think maybe it'd be good to maybe have him on for a guest spot to maybe talk about his his sure. top five in the near future, so we can kind of plan that as as we come out of the uh, COVID crisis here. And uh, and I think it'd be exciting to have him on to kind of discuss his own and, and we could kind of talk about it uh, from, from a distance there because yeah. uh, yeah. he's of course in, in the UK and, and we are here. I like the games that define <laughs> you. I think it's an interesting idea. Yeah. It caused me to briefly reconsider my choices but then I kept arriving back at the same choices. So, That's good. Because one thing that Just keeps like popping... reasons. Yeah, because yeah. when I think about like, okay, so is it a game that was meaningful to me because like I shared it with people? Well, then it might be like Goldeneye or Halo 1. You know what I mean? But even those still like didn't affect me that much as a person. I just have like good memories of them uh, with people. But uh, the ones that are most meaningful to me that had an impact like on my life and the way I see the world were definitely the ones I talked about, good. I would say. So yeah, I, I, I say I would stick with them. But uh, then Adam did his last week. It was a great segment. We had a lot of fun with that. Uh, I thought I thought uh, you know Barney's Playtime Surprise was a little bit strange, but you know to each their own. Well, I mean, it was either that or heavy metal. That's <laughs> can only jerk off. Now one we of now them. we know. <laughs> now we know which one. Yeah. Oh my god, that would have been my question too. I'm like, <laughs> so between these two games, which ones do you jerk off on? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, yeah. So I haven't. I don't know anything about Adam's list at all. Actually, we kept it that Oh, way. seriously? Yeah, yeah. We, he, we talked about it. I'm like, hey, you can go listen to it. And he said, no, because he wants to unadulteratedly make his choice. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that we... we played a lot of the same games it was it was it was total war total warhammer 40k total war rome total (laughs) xcom one and two (laughs) that's all it was one thing uh, i'm waiting till the end because there's one game i think you'll say that i could be wrong so yeah we'll you'll know exactly okay okay cool cool now i feel like there's this pressure like it's not on my list it might not be (laughs) it might not be but i i I, I pass the table and the chair and the, the digital whatever's to you. I don't want to know what the fuck this title is. No, I just, I'm testing myself to see how well I know you. Okay. Oh, I think I know what it is. Yeah, yeah I think I know what it is. Okay. All right. 
so yeah, I guess uh, start at the bottom and work my way up. Yeah, we went from old, the one that affected us from the youngest to the latest one. Let's see if we were right That's about the even, order we did it. Let, let's see if we were right about his first one though. Once once he reveals it, uh, first first like important game. Yeah. What was the first important game? Uh, actually, for me, it's uh, <laughs> a little bit closer to home. It's um, Battlezone. Oh my god! Yeah, high five. Oh that my! That's totally what I said. Yeah. Oh I my it. god! Yeah. You know I'm why. blown away, dude. No, no, I'm yeah. blown away. <laughs> I was I was gonna crack a completely different joke there, but then he said the thing. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> oh my I god. am so proud of myself. I can Damn, almost guarantee dude. you that actually your your wife, my cousin, would know the answer to that. Question uh, too. yeah, and and I think Casey. Yeah. So as well, yeah, yeah he, and, he would know. Sam so I, I know that there was a whole circle there of people who yeah. are huge on Battlezone, and because uh, we've we've actually played it recent, not not recently, in the last couple of years at LAN parties. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So if you ever, if I ever hear that you're at a LAN party that I could have been at, and you play Battlezone, I will skin you. I will make sure that doesn't ever happen again. <laughs> I don't want to get skinned again. So Turns just out you can only just, get skinned once. <laughs> all I can tell you about about Jordan's land parties though is they get they get pretty crazy. Dude. I've been there. I've been to one. Have you? Been there, yeah. With when I was there as well. No. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, no, yeah, they get crazy. Dude, they get absolutely nuts. Yeah. So there was one, and uh, uh, I would love to shout out Grayson on here in the special moment we shared at the first land party he came to, but it had to do with covering an entire bathroom and projectile Wait, vomit from drinking too much. No, no, oh. no. Wait, how old is your Grayson? Our age. Oh, okay. No, different guy. Okay. Different guy. Yeah, yeah. No, so, no, but no, uh, no. anyway. Let's not so, know good times. Good times. Else so, else. anyway. Sorry, man. So, continue. <laughs> why, why was I writing Battlezone is so important to you? Uh, it was the first game I land, uh, oh. like nice. properly. Nice. Like at a land party, it was the first land party game I played. Yeah. Uh, but not even just that though. It was um, really cool because it's actually like an early, like Activision. Like it was made by I think it was Pandemic. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was the first game I ever played where it was an FPS, where you also had full strategy in the game it was a real-time strategy first-person shooter where you were the commander and you had to command your your army uh to go take out the enemy that was just that simple right it was like uh essentially you were it's a race for resources and uh it was a bit of a hybrid game yeah it was a bit of a hybrid game so there was a lot going on and uh and up until that point i think Maybe Tribes would have been the only other one that was really big on PC up until that point. It was kind of in the same genre, but it didn't, it didn't contain vehicles, and it was just a straight-up shooter. Yeah. And there wasn't a whole lot of strategy to it outside of just capture, capture the flag, flag or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, whereas this, I mean, this also had capture the flag modes and deathmatch, and sure, 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 sure. But it, um, it's staple mode. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And the single player was okay. Battlezone 2, I think, is really where the single player started. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Battlezone 2 was actually just an amazing follow-up game, in my mind. I, yeah. I really liked it. It was not super balanced, sure, but, I mean, nobody really understood strategy at that point in my gaming career. Nobody yeah. that I knew that I played with. So it was like nobody – everyone played on equal grounds, effectively. So it was a lot of fun. But the thing that attracted people to those games early on was just the, the massive maps. The maps, yeah, were, maps were huge. huge. So yeah. it definitely felt like kind of a – not open-world-ish, but, but just sort of sandboxes, just very yeah. big. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, there was a lot of maps that were that were like that. It was it was really interesting because you could also find like map packs online, of course, that everyone could then expand their map options. 
And some of them were absolutely fucking massive. I just remember, I think it was Battlezone 2. They had the oh, which maps. Battlezone Two is on has been HD'd on Steam. By the oh, way. I didn't know. That. Yeah, so Ooh. you pick it up. Oh, we might have to play a game. Yeah, we can. Hell yeah. Um, I remember the maps were the way they blocked you off and ended the map is you were basically in a canyon, like a yeah. deep, deep canyon. Yeah. And the idea is that the roof, of the side of the canyon, was so tall that you couldn't get right. up it. Right. Except. <laughs> Except if you knew what you were doing. I don't remember how exactly we accomplished yeah, well, it. Well, it's because it's based on like a um, a uh, hover physics yeah. effectively. So you would level out your vehicle oh. and you'd get close enough to the wall so that it would start to realize that there's an incline but you'd also hit space so it would actually do like a jumping action yeah and what would happen is the bottom thrusters of the vehicle kept sensing that it wasn't leaving the ground because you were skimming along the edge of this like sheer cliff <laughs> and it would launch your ship up and then you would just be up there <laughs> <laughs> and that, so just sort of gaming the collision detection. Yeah. yeah able to get over, yeah. Oh, did you get over the wall or just yeah, you, up high? Yeah, you get up high and then you get over the wall. And there was like a little area. It was like a lip effectively yeah. around the map. Um, oh, it wasn't always little. There were areas where it was quite big. Mm. But uh, where you could effectively traverse above the terrain. That's awesome. Skip the terrain. Yeah. And, so sweet. Uh, I mean, like everyone could do it. It's not hard to yeah. do. Yeah. Like you, you figure it out pretty quickly. And that would have been a really early game. With some of that, then, so yeah. because uh, certainly it became a thing in in games more recently or afterwards. I'm thinking of like the Fallout games, and there's always kind of a way that people find out you can get outside of the normal barrier, yeah. and explore outside. So that's really interesting that it started as early as that, because that would have been like '97 for Battlezone One, '96, '98. Man, I don't remember. Wow. I didn't go that detailed in the finding out the background of my games. It's 22 <laughs> years ago, man, it's crazy. Yeah, February 28, 1998. Wow. But uh, that game, uh, though, actually, like, taught me a lot of communication and, like, fast communication between two people or nice. three people to organize yourselves and actually accomplish tasks and delegate and stuff like that. A lot of those basics I actually learned from that game. That's sweet. And, and, and another game that's on my list as well, which I'm going to talk about now, which was actually uh, StarCraft. Oh, was a huge, nice. Huge game on my list. Actually, it's a, there's a couple of Blizzard games on my list. But uh, StarCraft uh, was the first game that I saw that was like a strategy game like for the first mm -hmm. time. But not even just that. I saw people playing it online. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty new to me. Like, I mean, I understood that there was online games, but like I didn't think there was games like that that you could play online, like multiplayer. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure I, I think I may have introduced you to StarCraft. I think kind of I you reintroduced me to it. So I had three introductions to StarCraft. Yeah. One, I was a kid. Uh, my brother and my older cousin got it, and yeah. I literally didn't understand the game at, at all. Like, not <laughs> even yeah. the control. What I was is way this? too young for it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't fathom it. Um, and then you introduced me to it, and it was mostly used map setting stuff that we did. Yeah. Yeah, we did a lot of used map settings. That's what I remember. Because yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> they, they were awesome. They were fantastic. Yeah. Um, Regular game was fun, too. But, yeah. And yeah. then I got introduced to the competitive in college. Mm -hmm. And that's where I went into the competitive stuff. But yeah, you, you introduced, I would say you introduced me to it at the time in which I started to understand it. Yeah. I was mm -hmm. old enough to actually comprehend it. Yeah. No, and it was, and it was, uh, it was a fun game because it, it was just, uh, it was kind of like the, the intro to uh, this, this whole new world. Effectively, of, of things. <laughs> You're just that's sitting sweet. on your magic carpet ride on the yeah. battle net? Well, that's the thing, is that that was just, like, the intro. Because, the for me, it, it was such a um, 
world-shattering idea that I'm so I'm playing this online game against other people, sure, but then use map settings is effectively just modding the game, but within the game. Yeah. And so you kind of get a grasp of what can be done with these various systems when people have free reign over it. Yeah. And some of the use map settings games in StarCraft 1, like in Brood War and it's just regular StarCraft mm-hmm. 1, there were some maps that were like mind-baffling how they like messed with the tooltips and things oh, like that yeah. and like yeah. made it, they made whole games contained within the game. Yeah. Like there was one I remember playing uh where you had a, a battle cruiser was like the main ship. Yeah. But like a whole corner of the map was the interior of that ship and depending on what station you were standing on with your marine, you would have access to different systems within the ship. That's or you insane, could launch. Man. You could wow. also use that to do quests to get money to buy smaller ships to land in your ship no that could then shit. launch out of your ship. Which it was, was like the whole nuts. point of the battle yeah. cruiser. Yeah, so we played a awesome. lot of the. I don't remember the name of it anymore. Maybe you do. There's an RPG one where you you'd each choose a different character. And you oh, like from like Dragon Ball Z. I think it was called Dragon Ball Z. No, it wasn't a Dragon Ball. I don't think. Oh, uh, open RPG. You're talking That's about open, it. open, open RPG. RPG. That's yeah, the one. Open RPG was one of two. There's another one that was very similar to it. Um, and all they were, they were games where you were just, I mean, the Dragon Ball Z game ran on the same concept, yeah. but, uh, the idea was that there was like a bunch of quests. You could do a bunch of stories and stuff like that, or you could just go in the wild, kill a bunch of creatures and slowly level up your character over time and then build your own cities <laughs> and like oh. fight amongst each other but with like these supercharged characters. That's cool. Yeah. So it's it was, really cool. It was pretty neat. Yeah, so we mentioned StarCraft 1 a bit last week because I played a lot of that when I was younger, but I didn't play any of those maps that you're talking about. Oh, I wasn't yeah. even aware of those. I think in my life I've spent the most hours, just like Rob, because of Rob, with yeah. Rob, doing yeah. the used map setting stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. We, we would do that, but then we would just play our own maps. Like, I, I didn't know that there was actually maps out there. That well, there's still a thing. It. You go into the current day StarCraft 2, StarCraft II, um, oh, yeah. you go into their arcade, is what it's called now, mm-hmm. and uh, all those games are those uh, based off of those old user maps. It's so cool. Games. I got to go and look up some YouTube videos. See yeah. what that's all about. Actually, there's some really cool ones in StarCraft. There's one that's um, like a zombie invasion one. Mm-hmm. And all of the models that they use, all the sprites and stuff, yeah. are Warcraft sprites. Yes. <laughs> so, like, really? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. So they like completely changed the game over to Warcraft 3 effectively. That's sweet. And I uh, did that. And I mean, I'm sure Warcraft 3 has a mode. I, too, I played the crap out of Warcraft 1 and 2 uh, when I was a kid, too. So yeah. me and my friend Kyle, like we were all about them. We were talking about it last yeah. week, man. Warcraft, like, I love those games. I mean, Warcraft 3, by extension, could be argued in the same slot. But it wasn't because, the first of that. No, it wasn't the first of it. You're no. right. But Warcraft 3 did it way bigger yeah. uh, than what Starcraft What, what was one of the cheats? This is no cow game? Is that, was, was that well, one of the Well, one cheats? of them was Dota. One of the first, one of the user map settings in Warcraft 3 was Dota. No shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's Tower Dota defenses, one. Dota, they became, when Tower Defense actually existed in Starcraft, but right. it became popular in Warcraft 3. Well, technically, Dota, Dota also existed in Starcraft as, as Aeon of Strife. And then became, you're right. became Dota. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that I one. forgot about that. Dude, that's yeah. freaking fascinating. Yeah. So Because it was originally user-created content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fucking wild. I hope they hired whoever came up with it. Uh, some of them. Okay. Good. Not everyone. Yeah. A lot of those guys went off to work at either Valve or... Um, who makes Dota? Who's the... Valve. Yeah, okay. Sorry, sorry. Fun. Then who makes League of Legends? Riot. Riot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Riot Games. Yeah, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. They kind of sp- split off. Some went yeah, to yeah. Blizzard, some went to Riot, some went to Valve. Yeah, and then they became uh, different. No, some, some went but to... Same, uh, same, but still different. 
<laughs> Savage. Someone to Savage. Oh, that game. I want that game back. No, not the Dota version. Like, not the MOBA version, but, like, Savage. Oh, like the old? Yeah, no, those people went to the Savage M- uh, MOBA. You're talking about the Savage New Earth. Yeah, New Earth. Yeah, no, fuck that one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean but the Savage original 2, Savage. Like, Savage 1, Savage 2. Yeah, 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 I want those games back. I want a new version. I want someone to remake those. Not remake uh, those games, but, like... Yeah, no, remake, remake, like, the remake those games. Yeah. Yeah. I would be, yeah, whatever. There's a couple games that are like it nowadays, but they're, no, man. it's so, not worth it. <laughs> Starcraft, Battlezone, what's your third? What, what do we got? What's next? Um, Shadow of the Colossus, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was, it was one of mine. Yeah, yeah. Shadow of the Colossus, uh, the reason for that one is because um, it showed me that games do not need all the fluff. Mm. Right. Yep. And that was huge and really formative because it, what it did was it showed that you can tell a story with very, very little first off. So minimal. Almost um, nothing. And you didn't need to make all the fluff if your boss fights were very intimate and mm-hmm. very like tailor designed to go off in stages. I like, so that. Boss I like fight, that idea of intimate. It's yeah. Really, yeah. Well, that's because like, I mean, yeah, sure, it kind of was in a funny way of you grabbing onto these bosses, but <laughs> it, it was kind—it of, was uh, intimate. It was just you and them, yeah. but not intimate in the fact that they barely noticed you beyond a fly. But it was yeah. also <laughs> intimate in that, like, there was empathy in there because you're like murdering them. Yeah. Well, I don't blood. think that that really played into a lot of it for me. But for for me, it was just like from a game design perspective, seeing that a lot of other games. Actually, it ruined a lot of other games because it became hollow to me. Because a lot of those fluff <laughs> fights, I now realize, were just there to fill the gap because the boss fights sucked. Yeah, mechanically yeah, they interesting. weren't interesting. A lot of them, a lot of them around that time were just the 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 single button press. Yeah, like the quick time event kind of uh, boss battles. Like God, God of War God was of War. guilty back then, right? Yeah, well, everybody, everybody was. Yeah, and uh, this was a game that came out and said, like, no, you can do a boss fight that is like very important. Yeah. And very, like, massive, too. Mm-hmm. And it gave, like, such great verticality to the game and, like, puzzle True. solving. Like, you're... Because everything... Every fight was a puzzle. Yeah. You just had to figure it out. And when you did, stab and you're done. Yeah, in a sense, it's almost kind of a puzzle puzzle game, not an action game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, So, I mean, I don't know. It was it was neat because it kind of... It, it opened my eyes to, like, how things can be done if they're done properly. Yeah. And uh, it was it was... Um, it was interesting. It now, was what the a lesson of less is more, less yeah, can be more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and because along the way in your mind, you're kind of filling in the gaps of what's happening in the world around you, right? You run into some ruin, and you're like, "How did this get here? What's it for? Like, yeah. what what world did it come from?" And then there's some you know beast hiding in there that you have to that you have to brutally murder. And yeah, it was it was crazy, man. It was such an experience. Kind and of remi- now that I think about it, it kind of reminds me of the dark, the original like Dark Souls. Style. Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say because this game for me led into yeah. things like dark souls yeah totally which yeah. dark souls um well not on my list is would have been and the biggest thing about dark souls that taught that game taught me and and this game taught me as well because you die a lot uh in shadow of the Colossus if you're not thinking right right is that you losing is not a problem if you don't make it a problem yeah that, that's the same lesson if, if, i if, did dark souls on my list and that's the exact same yeah, yeah. if you learn something right like that's yeah. the point yeah and even if you just learned okay don't do that yeah there's yeah. no losing. There's only winning an opportunity, right? Is that something that we yeah, it's, yeah. it's you, you're, <laughs> There's only another opportunity to win. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Because it's not like you, it stops you from being able to play the game ever again. Right. Because if that was the case, 
then that would suck because it's like okay yeah i have one opportunity and it's gone if it's not death it's just another opportunity right yeah so anyway hell yeah man yeah shadow of the Colossus was amazing to me as well uh one of my favorite you know games of all time as well as my top five most meaningful games and for me yeah it was just the 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 starkness of the landscape the beauty in that emptiness and it's kind of exploring this world that was just a, a place that time forgot you know what i mean yeah and it was just it was so fascinating you'd end up in some crazy environment that that on on ps2 because this game came out originally on PlayStation yeah. 2 yeah. was just unbelievable that the hardware could pump out something as beautiful as some of the environments in that game. Yeah. And uh, it was just shocking to me. And then and then scaling the beasts, of course, was, was pretty wild as well. But then just brutally murdering them. And then, and then you absorb their souls as you go along. Yeah. And you become more decrepit and dark and, and sort of veiny and nasty yeah. looking as you absorb their souls. So you're killing yourself to save whoever this girl is that you've laid on the yeah. altar. Yeah. And, uh, and, and in, in, in the interim, you're murdering these creatures. So I'm thinking, well, maybe Wander, the main character of the game, maybe maybe he doesn't want to be doing this. Maybe this is just the only means to an end that he could come up with, and so therefore it's happening. And uh, and it was it was kind of the same in the original. Uh, and, and I'm trying to think, uh, uh, not, not Muso, I'm trying to think of the guy who designed that in Ico. Um, can't remember his name offhand, in The Last Guardian. But it, it's kind of his design philosophy to allow the player to kind of come up with their own narrative about the thing that's happening on screen because Ico is even more fucking out there than anything else. Yeah. So, yeah, great game, man. Great game. Yeah. Hell yeah. I almost bought the HD collection, uh, the HD version of it. Yeah. On Sony, on PlayStation Network. But then I saw that Witcher 3 was like 20 bucks, so I bought that. Right, yeah, you mentioned that, yeah. 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 <laughs> so we're just, we're just breaking here. Dan was explaining to me that in the back of his mind as we're recording. That no, 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 no. <laughs> Epic Sax Man is the thing that's playing in his head. <laughs> God damn it. And trust me, it's not just what I'm recording. I'm at work. <laughs> doing serious IT stuff, and this is what's going on in my head. Why is this happening? That happens to me, too. It's, oh, it's, my God. It's weird. And this is the thing that's playing in the back of your mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. It's the soundtrack to my life right now. I'm going to try to live it, man, but I don't know. This is out there. This is out there. I've, I've, uh, I've had songs stuck in my head before. I remember uh, distinctly when I was watching the first North American version of Full Metal Alchemist for the first time. Ooh, and this would have been not like Brotherhood? 2005. Yeah. Like yeah, this would have been 2004. And, and I remember the original theme song to that was pretty catchy. And that was one that was in my head for, for weeks, man, I remember. I remember. And I remember working at, I was working at a Target back then. I was like, loss prevention. Oh, yeah. God. Guy there. And, well, that uh, sucks. Yeah, it was, it was not a great job. And, uh, but I, I was good at it, though. I figured stuff out. But uh, anyway, but that was, I remember that was a song that played in my head for ages when I, when I was working there. And, uh, and went away when I gave up that job. So, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, went away. So I gave it up because of the song in my head. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're clearly tied. Yeah, yeah. So I wish I had that that uh, Full Metal Alchemist theme. Uh, I, I am going to break order somewhat. Okay. Uh, Do it whatever order you want, man. No, no. This is your list. No, no, so far it's been pretty accurate. So the next game on my list is actually Space Station 13. 2125, I was on a mining colony on Mars. Just a quiet backwater facility. I don't know this one. I know you don't know this one. <laughs> you said Space Station 13? 
Yes, not a lot of people know about this game, but I those that pull well, out some those that weird that ass, indie, not even indie, but no, some it's weird ass bullshit <laughs> game. Dude, you have no idea. No, I don't. <laughs> You have no idea, <laughs> because that game taught me so much about the purposes of procedure. <laughs> oh. No, you don't understand. No, no, it's, it's like a Dwarf Fortress type thing. No, no, no. No? No, 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 no. All right, give, give, us, give everyone a lowdown, because no one's going to fucking know what this is. No, some people will. <laughs> Space Station 13 isn't so much a game. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Where are we going with this? As it is a uh, psychopathic sk- skipping through a fucking field kind of thing. Like the, <laughs> the way that this game plays is everybody who logs in picks a role. Okay. That role could be doctor, could be janitor, could be just personal assistant, could be um, cook, could be a miner, could be an engineer. And roughly about... Were these servers, like, um, non-MMO servers, but they were uniquely hosted, kind of like the CSGO ones or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Or Rust? Yeah. I forget what they call that kind of server, but yeah. Community-based server, pretty much. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so, and about uh, 30-ish people or so, sometimes more, uh, depending on what server you're on, uh, would try to effectively make a space station... That is working more or less okay, work fine until their shift is over. <laughs> and your shift is over when whoever the fuck is designated captain decides that the shift is done because you well, guys have earned enough money. Wait, is this, are they an NPC or are they? No, human? no, no. There are no NPCs in this game. Oh, shit. There are no NPCs in this game unless they are like some kind of weird hazard. Okay. Like, like an nightmare. alien. Like an alien. Yeah, 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 it sure. sounds surreal. This is a real game. Yes, Space Station Thirteen. When, yes. when did this come out? Long time ago. Okay, still iterated on today. Still active today. Jesus, I've got a video. We'll watch it after this. It's not very long. Uh, Seth, the guy who I uh, uh, had you watch the videos for um, that space game. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember names, the name of the game. Names eluding me right now. I was actually playing it the other he's day. Got, he's got great comedy. Yes. Uh, anyway, he does a review of it, and when he did, I guess a lot of people hated him because all of his watchers which there are millions of went to go play the fucking game and crash all the servers <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm sure it's, i think it's calmed down since then because everyone's kind of got another system but anyway so the whole thing about this game was that everyone would be doing these things but there are also certain people who would get picked randomly to be something working against the station <laughs> oh, <God>. wait <laughs> and that Is thing you- might be a wizard <laughs> with a whole gamut of You're fucking a space spells. wizard Harry a whole a, a, space a whole Harry. gamut of fucking spells <laughs> and, and a xeno queen which is a xenomorph queen I'm not even kidding you they could be the AI but it could be the rogue AI which can circumvent all of its rules oh my god because the AI in the game if it's a player normally has to abide by certain rules it can't go outside of its parameters but it can help everybody on the station, and the people on the station can modify those rules so the AI can do more. Sure. And if it's a benevolent AI, <laughs> it's a great idea. 
If it's a rogue AI, you're so fucked. You are so fucked. You're a wizard from the house of Xenoclaw. Because if, because if you don't have a competent engineering team, you're not getting into its core. Wow. <laughs> because insane. the game has so many layers of complexity, it's absolutely bonkers. The air gas levels are measured in cubes. Oh my god. Yeah. Because you can fuck with the air. Okay, I want you to know that I don't trust anyone at my company to do anything, including myself. Are you yeah. saying like I couldn't you... trust anyone to play this game with? Dude. Are you saying you... like levels of oxygen and nitrogen? Yes. Crazy. Oh, and more than that, you can you can fucking LSD in the fucking air for a whole like there like the the thing is like the game is so oh ridiculously God. huge and so obscenely complex and I'm pushing the the mushroom button oh my god it's growing bigger man no you have no idea how horrifying tripping out in that game is (laughs) you don't know what's real (laughs) um but anyway the crazy thing though is that 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 game has such an adherence to procedure that you can learn so much about how to just make things in your life simpler by like making these procedures sure and uh, that game hammers it into you so much. You become yeah. like super regimented in how you think about approaching problems because that, mm. that's what the whole game is, right? It's solving problems that come up. Yeah. And so it's like you learn so much. It kind of sounds like it's a game designed off because that's, as IT, that's the lesson I learned throughout my career. Yeah. Is procedural thinking. Yes. And it sounds like. Well, you, you do wiring were... in the game. Sorry? You can do wiring in the game. Oh god, that's the last thing I want. Electrical. Oh yeah, you'd be an electrician. Oh, oh yeah, god. you could be your dad. No, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. I'm already enough like my dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'll show you. I'll show you a video on it. Uh, if anyone else is listening, I highly recommend watching Seth's video for it. Well, what would Phenomenal. what would cause you? Like, what were what were some of the things in the game that caused you to learn a lesson about how to navigate the game in those conditions? Like, um, what were some of well, the things that would happen to having you? Having to. Uh, rally people into doing a certain task so okay. like where we had to we had this insane person on the server who was essentially trying to make a black hole generator yeah so we had to find a way to safely dismantle that after he turned it on <laughs> which yeah there were so many problems and that did not end well uh, everyone died we all went into the black hole well you may not have died you may have just gone to another dimension whatever <laughs> The game doesn't Still go that problem. far. It's not that complex. <laughs> Still a problem. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, there was actually uh, uh, some parts in the game where I was actually just the HR person because we had so many people in the station. We had to constantly move people between jobs. That's so hilarious. I actually designed a sheet that I shit you not, I printed out into the game. Oh my what? god! And I would be like, "You need to fill out this form and get it stamped by the head of that department, and you got to do it twice, and you got to give me a copy, and you keep Stop. a copy on you." Oh my god. I shit you not. Did you have to, you have to I do did sexu- this. Uh, sexual harassment complaints too? Happened once <laughs> when I was on the roleplay server, oh, of course. Okay. Uh, but, but the roleplay servers make the game so much better. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's uh, it's crazy. It's a crazy fucking game. But like, you legitimately do learn a lot. And you learn a lot about the people you play with. <laughs> That where, you play, awesome. where you played with people you played with in other games? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, that, and that's kind of what brings me to my last game, which... Uh, my last game on my list is World of Warcraft. Oh, I was about to say, yeah. 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 Does uh, that surprise anyone? No, it shouldn't surprise anyone. It was anyone. one of yours, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and, and here's the thing is like, you can say what you will about World of Warcraft, like, ah, yada, yada, that game's shit. It's not like this game. It's not like that game. And I mean, 
Sure, I could point to a better MMO. I love Star Wars Galaxies way more than I like World of Warcraft. Um, and I would argue it's a, in some ways a very superior game. In other ways, obviously not. Um, but the reason why World of Warcraft is on my list is because I... It's important to me because that's where I met so many of my friends. Mm. So many of my like online friends. And like those online friends I've now met in real life, say for like a couple, but I've had those friends for over a decade now. Through all that time we've been friends. And you've moved from from game to game. Yeah. And, and we and, play other yeah. games together and stuff like that. And, and from Ventrilo TeamSpeak servers that you just yeah, keep to moving Discord to the, now. The yeah. To the next yeah. platform. Yeah. Thing platform, yeah. Yeah. Yep, and uh, and these are these are people that I've known for so long. Yeah, it's just like it's crazy to think about, and not even just that though, but like even just the game itself was so much fun because you you meet people constantly, and sure it's harder to do nowadays as you talked about in the past, Adam. But I mean, the game has evolved over time, and the fact that it has kept up. Uh, even if it's struggling to do so, it has become, I don't know, so much more almost is, is, is the thing. And it's just like, it's insane to think about if I didn't have that game in my life, I would be a completely different fucking person right now. For sure. A hundred percent. Different, different friend circle. Different, different friends, but totally different person. So that is by far the most influential game on me. Wow. Like besides all of the good memories I have from playing the game itself mechanically, because Say say what you will, the subscriber numbers speak to the quality of the game. Yeah, yeah, true. That's the reality of it. Like, even if it's still dwindled, if it's like still over a million people, that's insane. But the fact that at one point it was over fifteen million. Oh, it's crazy. Is like, I think I don't it's still holding pretty steady around eight to nine mil, though. So I think it's it is. Huge I think game. it is. It's yeah. still pre- it's still pretty huge, uh, for sure. It well, it's mm. definitely the biggest MMO on the market. I would argue. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think there'd probably be some like Japanese phone MMO or something. Okay, I wouldn't. Sorry, traditional MMO. How about that? Yeah, fair enough. Final Fantasy is still pretty big too. Fourteen would be the only one I would argue um, competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as far as like traditional MMO, I, I would never count Eve because Eve is its own thing in my yeah. mind. Yeah, <laughs> Eve is amazing, and I could talk years about that game, but, like, no, it's... Eve is a great game, but it didn't have impact. It, 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 impact. That's where I was... Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I've had not uh, not even just, like I said, the friends, but, like, the, the things I learned from that game, even. Yeah. Uh, just, like, simple shit, even, like, the mar- uh, learning about economics using the auction house, uh, just stupid shit like that. I mean, there's a, a, a lot of stuff in that game. Uh, organization raids back in the day oh that shit was crazy it was nuts because you'd be you'd be at that point you're managing people's actual real life schedules because you needed to figure out okay when can we all get this going so that we can get to the end of this fight yeah like a four or six hour raid or something yeah Yeah. and then and then and it would be and you would do over multiple days of a week sometimes wow i always found it weird that you know when we played it when it first came out burning crusade and classic or whatever vanilla whatever you want to call it yeah we were what like 13 14 i don't know whatever 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 year we were but i always found it weird that we were playing with adults yeah yeah we had conversations we'd get on ventrilo with fucking adults who would talk to a goddamn 14 year old yeah Yeah. not in a pedophilic way no we just just had a common interest yeah yeah Yeah. exactly and it was 
crazy oh, that they get this huge group of people. Yeah, well, and like it also it also taught me how not different I was from adults, and some differences were glaring. But like other differences, I was like, "Oh, you're just a, a person who's been around longer than I have." Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, okay. It's like when I looked at like my dad, uh, and then I knew somebody who was literally his age that I played with online, whose life was like in the complete opposite direction. <laughs> uh, and I was like, okay, so yeah, you can make mistakes and stuff like that. But yeah, compared to your dad, there's a lot of those people. <laughs> well, but I don't. Yeah, that's okay. Maybe that's a bad example. <laughs> but like the the idea is that I, I started to learn what people as a society actually right. was like. What was it actually right. comprised real, real of? People. Yeah. Real people. Because yeah. and and that was the thing with is with World of Warcraft, right? Like other MMOs, like Star Wars, like Earth and Beyond, mm-hmm. uh, like all the other games that came before it, EverQuest, stuff like that. It was not the same population. Yeah. As World of Warcraft, right. World of Warcraft had literally millions of people when a when an expansion launched and you went to the like midnight release launch line that mm. line went around the fucking mall we used like, to have it was some insane. fun we used to have some fun midnight launches for wow games i remember uh at gamestop in toledo we even had a guy he'd show up at a lot of launches and he had like a cello that he would play and <laughs> yeah. he would play themes from games nice. on like the cello like from his chair in front and of the store. now he's a YouTube star I hope. Yeah, probably, yeah, hopefully. And uh, yeah, man, we had a blast with those launches, man. The, the WoW crowd was always a good crowd yeah. and uh, we always had some cosplay too. So Yeah, from, from and, yeah. Well. and like that's the one thing I've liked about the Warcraft people is that there's so many of them. Yeah. And it's, it's great being with that crowd because there's so many people and they're always there to have a good time because they all are like into the same thing yeah but the thing is that that one game is so massive that it's not even just that because you have people who are like player versus player crowd right Mm -hmm. pve crowd role player crowd like so many different kind of clicks that came together definitely captured it yeah and i'm interested in tears as far as i can think world of warcraft was the game that made being a nerd okay in public yes yeah, hundred percent. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I right. agree. You're right. I yeah, was, no, I would, I would agree with that. No, yeah, for sure. And I, I've actually said as much before. I uh, didn't think to even bring that up here. That's smart. But like the, uh, yeah, that was huge because that's that's really what kind of made the games industry what it is. Definitely. I'm sure that the, I'm sure yeah. it would have happened anyway. But it was like yeah. it was the the pin that. The there was eventually going to be a game. It was just this that one. game. Yeah, yeah. It opened the door for a lot of the multiplayer games came after it as well, even if they well, were different. The MMO so. market exploded after. Oh, wow. totally, totally. Because everyone's like, "Oh, easy money." Yeah, and like, and then like there was Everybody a million failures. Yeah. yeah. While they realized they made the same mistake that everyone else does, where a new game concept mechanic comes out, like God of War brought out the quick time yeah. button mash mechanic, and for, when God of War came out, we're all like, "Okay, cool. It's a cinematic moment. We just get to everyone right. push a button, and we liked it." But then every game did it, and they realized, oh, right, it's not about the mechanic. It's about how you use it. In the- Which just itself yeah. was a rehash of, like, um, like uh, dra- Dragon. Yeah, Dragonlance? Yeah, yeah, like Dragonlance. Or, or like, Dragon uh, Quest. Dragon Quest. No, no, not Dragon Quest. No. I know, ah! Dragon's Lair. Was that it? Dragon Slayer. Yeah, I believe it was Dragon Slayer wow. games. So, which were, like, animated games from the they're 80s. Like, they're, like, arcade games. Yeah. Oh, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they look like a cartoon. They, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, even even back about. then, they cost like a dollar to play. You know, yeah. it, like, it was a very expensive The really play. hard ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got famous from Stranger Things, actually. Yeah. Recently. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's I right. remember that. Yes. Yeah. For, forgot the name of it. No, I, I completely agree. You're, I mean, your list is pretty much 
on par with what I expected, except I forgot about, I didn't know about the Station 13 one. That yeah. one was a curveball. I mean, that that, that's a, curve a crazy sounding game. Yeah, I mean, there's a, like, it it's so hard to not say like total war because I learned so <laughs> much about but like all of that stuff was just learning about strategy and gaming, so I mean it didn't really apply. Uh, not as importantly as it the other one. Didn't change the way you viewed the world. No, but it was the, but it developed my sense of strategy yeah. and tactics. So, but yeah, that's a solid list. I'm so glad I got Battle Zone right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy. I would have said a lot of crossover. I was like worried. Well, sure. Yeah, what'd you have on your list? Uh, what uh, I had uh, Mario Kart, the original. Sure, Super yeah, Mario that Kart. makes sense. I had uh, would have been Smash for me, but well, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I had. I think my next one was um, uh, holy shit, was Pokemon Red and Blue. Yep. Yep. And then Starcraft. Yep. World of Warcraft and Dark Souls. Yep. Yeah, I focused mine more around the PC, but if I had, if I, you know, I, and I just didn't consider it, Pokemon probably would have made the list actually. You will. I was joking, and this is the topic. I was I was really kind of upset that you couldn't make it last last episode. But uh, there's a comment between you and I that we just kind of go with that you turned me into a nerd. Mm, yeah, and I I kind of <laughs> debunked that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure you did. Um, yeah, because uh, your Pokemon no. Red and Blue situation. Because my Pokemon Red and Blue was really what made me nervous. That I got grounded so often that all yes. I had was game choice was gaming. And yeah. I couldn't go out and play sports like everyone else was. And, was and like, parents then hadn't developed the understanding of gaming enough to stop you from doing it. it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then I discussed that, you know, I was a really console and Game Boy kid at that time. You were, yeah. And then I met you and you launched me into PC, into the Stratosphere. Yes. And, we, and Stratosphere, awesome game. Ah, uh, yeah. Eh. I love that game. Nah. <laughs> it was so much fun. You were literally flying islands that were like castle weapons. You actually one one game you can help me with the name of. I remember playing it. Metal Fatigue. Hour. Yeah, well, that's how, that's you... how well I know you. Yeah, clearly, I you're absolutely right. Yeah, the, the one where you had the mech robot and there's and three layers. There's three layers. Yeah, yeah amazing could, like, game. If you fought a uh, their mech, you could steal their art, their their arms, their yeah. arms, and or their their, their, their the core to take yeah. it. Core legs and arms. I think I think their heads too. Because they had, like, sensors on the heads or something. Oh, it might have been. Might have been. <laughs> it was just really cool. Sounds so crazy. Oh, it was, a cr- it was an amazing, amazing RTS. Amazing game. Yeah. Three, uh, three factions. Yeah. yeah. Three isometric factions. So they each, they're kind of similar, but they'll have slightly different technology. Like, one's better at uh, big rail guns. Okay. One's better at laser guns. It's pretty much like Planet Side. There's, like, the, the Vanu, yeah. the Hat and Sea, and the uh, yeah. Terran. And you, what you would do is when you go to war... They have these mech suits that you'd fight. That's kind of the units. Yeah. But you build them. Do you have to build them like piece by piece? Like, okay, I'm going to choose the left arm is going to be this, the right arm is going to be this, yeah. the legs are going to be either tank treads or. Oh, are you talking legs. about Armor Core? No, no, no. no it's a, a strategy game. It's called Metal Fatigue. It's an RTS. So, it sounds like the RTS version of Armored Core. Kind of, kind yeah. of, kind of, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, rudimentary Armored Core. Because yeah. you could get real. Yeah, no, oh, trust me. You don't need to talk core. to me about Armored Core. I know. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we love that's from software. That's from software too. Why are we not getting more Crazy. Armored Core games? Oh, I, I, well, so when they discussed Dark Souls, yeah. they went, "Hey, we want to move on to something else for right now," and everyone just went, "Armored Core." F- what are we at? Like. Six. So just our record. Just start again. Next. Just start, start again. You're right. Just start again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Rob's gonna start his own ride out in front of From Software and get himself to. an armored core. Oh my god. <laughs> I I don't know whose dick. Whoever's dick I have to suck to get a new solid good armored core. Just fucking bring it so on. Not Bukake the Xbox 360 one. Not not the Xbox 360 PS3 one because that one was rough. I don't even don't even play it. Oh, I tried playing. Oh, it. I'd it give brutal. it to me on PC because. I think From Software has clearly learned 
the PC market is there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you, sorry, you said PS3 and Xbox era yeah. Armored Core? Actually, we played it. We really like it. It's Armored really? Core 3. Armored Core 3. No, that was, no, Armored Core 3 was PlayStation 2. You're right. It was PS2. Uh, that's my I, favorite one. Oh, I had that one. Oh, I had that one. Yeah, that was a good You're game. talking about uh, For Answer. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about For Answer. I didn't like it. Wasn't it wasn't that bad. I didn't it like it. It wasn't amazing. You're yeah, right. It was Armored Core amazing. 3 is definitely still the standout. To me, to me yeah. Armored Core 3 is the top of the tier. This is the best. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I want that game back. I, I really could use it. Yeah. There's a couple of games that are kind of like hollow imitations of it that are pretty promising looking, but they're not there. Yeah. yeah well, we, we were yeah, discussing the one. Uh, uh, Damon X Machina, Machina. Yeah. which every review is like, it's great, except it doesn't last long. It's, it's, yeah. And, all, and all of the awesome customization comes like at the end, from yeah. it, apparently. So like, it's like, ugh. It's like it's the eve of mech games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So spend on, nine years making the perfect mech to realize you fucked up somewhere along the line. You got to go back and break it from the goddamn <laughs> beginning. So honorable mentions then: uh, Pokemon Red and Blue, uh, Armored Core series, Dark Souls. Uh, Total War, Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, excellent, yeah. excellent. So that's Rob's top five. I mean, Star Wars Galaxies. Star Wars Galaxies is out there. It's a solid list. Solid list, yeah. Good. That's good. Good. Excellent. And uh, I guess with that, we'll get into some playing and watching to round off this episode of uh, the pod. Uh, we'll start today with Rob, because Rob, you were missing for so long. Yeah, sure. And, why not? and we missed you. Uh, so you must have played so many things. Have you guys watched the uh, Mandalorian behind the scenes stuff on Disney Plus? Only no. got it started. I, I, I unsubscribed as soon as it was done. Okay. Well, w- w- in a couple of weeks, resubscribe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth watching. It's really good. All right. Uh, they talk about the technology that they use on set. And, like, their sets are, you have no idea. Like, all of the background stuff that you saw is on the set. So they, they try to go old school Star Wars. But old sets. school, new school, because it's digital sets. Yeah. They, they project digital sets, and the actors act around them, and then they just... So they're not green screen sets. No, no. They're like, the, here's, a, here's a wall. It's not really... When he's flying in the ship... Wall, we just put, put a projector on it. Yeah, yeah no, 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 when he's on the ship, screen. it's like a huge screen, and he sees himself flying through space yeah. in the ship. Oh, that's cool. And it's, so when you like see those LED reflections... Screen. Yeah, so when you see those reflections, those are reflections. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. It's really cool. Like that's, And that's just one episode. <laughs> so, like, they, you're like, you meet the directors... And the like some of the actors, and then they, they talk about like the practical effects that they do. There's the last one that That's I watched. Phenomenal. It's I'll really have, cool. Check it's, that out. it's good. Um, but yeah, if you need another reason to justify it, uh, do it to watch Mickey Mouse. It's just called Mickey Mouse. It's a more recent version of Mickey Mouse. They're like four minute episodes. They're fucking hilarious. They have a new like a new art, new animation. Yeah, new everything. Yeah, but it's like oh. sort of old schoolish, ish, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've watched so those. Clearly it's inspired good. by the old yeah, yes, school. Yeah, but definitely but new. new animation, new writers. Yes, new everything. For the first I, I two thought it seasons, was definitely for kids. Yeah, it's not. And well, it's not. It's well, not. It, can, it, can it can be. Is for kids. It can be. It can yeah, be yeah. for kids. There's some. How did this exist? There are, there are some themes that are like in the middle, and you're like, hmm, <laughs> like Mickey. Like okay, so at one point, like in one episode, like Mickey loses his pants. Yeah, is that, is that the series you're That's, talking yeah, about? Yeah, and, yeah. and then like he's like, oh, he's like trying to cover up his stuff the whole time and like <laughs> trying not to get seen by. Oh my, 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 yeah, my yeah, mouth's wrinkled. Yeah, and, pretty much. And Daisy and Minnie are coming to see them, and he's trying to like do everything he can to not. And I think didn't it start with like they walk into a restaurant to order something? Yeah, and then and then they're like. He points at the sign that says "No shirt, no shoes, no service," but it's Donald and Mickey, so they have to like each wear one other one of the other's <laughs> article of clothing. Because yeah. all of them, because oh sounds amazing. Because Donald doesn't wear pants, yeah. right? 
<laughs> Mickey doesn't wear a shirt. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was, it was good. good. Like it was the, the the episodes are great. Like they're just like they're haha videos. Sure. And there's like five seasons of them. So I think they're like actually a lot of them. Mickey's they're thing. a bit more pop culture kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. new age. Jokes. Yeah. And every every once in a while you get us uh, um, an episode that is actually in the native language of where it takes place. Okay. So like they do yeah, like the Epcot. Sure. French, kind of thing. So like the there's French a French one, one yeah, yeah. I think it's the first one. So they all of the voice actions in French. Oh, okay. You don't even know what they're saying, to be honest. You can tell old, by watching Chaplin it. Style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So and there's like one for Italy, one for South America, like and they're all thematic to it. That's like yeah. like, really like the cool. India one has to do with like the elephant and everything. Yeah, like, like the that. no pants one. He's like, Oh, my dick is out. Like yeah. <laughs> Oh, my elephant drunk. <laughs> but no, yeah, like it, they're like classic Mickey shorts. It, That's it's awesome. Pretty, it's a pretty good show. Yeah, yeah. and when it, when it got to the French one is when I realized like this is probably not for Nora. Like it's yeah. not for nineteen month old. <laughs> no, the, 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 oh, the Epcot balls, just one of my balls. <laughs> I was just it was all in French, I, and I'm just I like, well, think, I mean, it's good, but she doesn't even know English. I don't so. think I don't think a kid would pick up on a lot of the things though. To be honest, I well, think she they're pretty. Wouldn't. I think they're pretty cleverly crafted in there. Yeah, like. It's layered, right? So. Yeah, yeah. It's smart. Yeah, it's a cool show though. It's a weird one. But I'll yeah, definitely yeah. check that out. You, it sounds good. awesome. Yeah. Uh, outside <laughs> of that, what I've been playing. Oh wow, not much. <laughs> what? I've been, been like two weeks. I've been working, oh, man, damn, dude. Somebody around here is yeah. working. <laughs> I know he's working because right now we're trying to schedule D and D's. Like I don't know, I got to shift like twelve things around. I got to play Tetris with my entire schedule. damn. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ, Rob. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's intense. I had to try and move our session from Saturday to Sunday. He's like, ah, I don't know. Let me move the president over to this day. I'll, 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 I'll I know the laser drill over to this day. I'm like I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Let's see what Elon says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, he's legit. It's it's oh, it's nuts. And he, oh, I could see the difference because it was right as COVID started. He suddenly just got super busy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Essentially, uh, we lost an employee, a big employee, uh, uh, right before COVID hit. Um, and the work so, has to go to somebody. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it went to me. That's how it goes. But that's okay though. Yeah, it's been it's been informative good 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 <laughs> yeah no so it's been good uh but yeah no outside of that uh, oh i watched snowpierce for the first two episodes of it oh looks good looks good yeah it looks good yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. yep well because the movie's very good and so no yeah, yeah yeah and i'm assuming that this has absolutely nothing to do with the movie now but uh, I was for at first I was like, oh, is this like the second rebellion that we hear about, or, yeah. like the seven and stuff? That's what I thought it was. Well, they're both based and, uh, off a book. Yes, no, I realize that. I realize that. But different books are the same book. The same book. Same book. Oh, okay. And very different movies, or de- very different experiences. So yeah. that's the way I should be saying. Um, whereas Snowpiercer the movie was a really nice story, packed car to car, very efficiently. Yeah. Um, this is a series with a much longer train and it feels like a much longer train oh shit uh and it uh the problem i have with this show is they took something that could have been really cool about like commenting on caste systems and stuff like that and all the different classes and societies Mm -hmm. and stuff and all that they did was they turned into a procedural cop thing oh buddy cop yep oh that's not good that's no, not it's not. Yeah. It's really not. Huh, what a shame. But um, really cool. I love the actor that plays Wolford. Really, really Who's cool. Who's the actor? Can't tell you. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Uh, but go watch it. 
awesome. You'll be you'll like it. Okay, you'll like I kind of shied away when I saw the reviews. I kind of okay. I've no, seen no. Movie. I don't yeah, here's the thing: this. the show is not the movie, so yeah, don't that. even worry about that. Um, that's like it, it's just like oh, this is another same genre show, pretty much. That's the way to look at it. It's like yes, there are similar things, but same thing with Final Fantasy. Yeah, there's always chocobos. We got it. Yeah, it's a train <laughs> going through ice. Got it. Okay. It's tricky too because the original was directed by Bong Joon Ho, which is a major South Korean director, and he's yes. done a lot of films that have made their way west. See, so. the the, th- the thing is, like, I don't think that the show is actually that bad. I think it's just that it's got bad reviews because the movie was so good, oh. and for the show to fall back on such a blah fucking like thing. Yeah. Is just like why they had to take into account that you're competing against this movie, yeah, and that I don't think they did. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like that the movie took risks. It felt like story wise, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and the show does not, and the show should be. What's interesting is I kind of got the same feeling from the movie as I did from Cabin in the Woods because yeah. they both take these what were what became big name actors in the Marvel movies, yeah. And took them just before they got famous. Yeah. And yeah. made a fantastic movie with them and showed their acting chops. True. Before they yeah. did all that. Yeah. Cabin in the Woods, amazing fucking movie. One of my favorites of all yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You've seen that? Yeah, I've seen Cabin in the okay, Woods. Good. It was good. Thor's in it, right? Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was in it. Yeah, he was. Yeah, so, so that's right. Sorry. I forget because he's not actually. Quick side yeah. tangent for that movie. So I wasn't never going to see that movie because it was. Wasn't I- never? Was never. Uh, wasn't never. Um, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of horror movies. Mm. Not that I'm afraid of them. I just I don't find it entertaining all that much for the most part. And I wasn't was never going to see it. But I had a kind of girl I was trying to go after at the time. Yeah. And she was into horror movies, and the movie was marketed as a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I can see where this is going. So I went to see the movie because I'm not particularly afraid of them. I went yeah. to go see this movie with the girl. The hopeful girlfriend, yeah, uh, first date, and it was she did not like it. She fucking hated it, and I fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know the scene where the the one guy is like, "Hey, who had such and such for for March or May or whatever?" Yeah. Like, and he's on the whiteboard, oh, yeah. like trying to take bets on stuff. Like that that was recently <laughs> adapted to a meme for the blue, the poison blue sea slugs oh, yeah. that started washing up on the shores down south. So he's like, "Who had poison blue sea slugs for for, for June?" So like, I've, I've seen other yeah, memes yeah. about it. It's kind of funny. Such, shit. Such a good meme, man. I'll, whenever that meme resurfaces, it's always fun. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, it's always like when weird shit happens. It's like, who had this? It's like, oh I'm my just God. waiting for the merman. That's what I'm waiting who, who, on. Who the military acknowledges UFOs? Yeah. <laughs> 2020 so fucked, man. Oh, my God. It's just like the world's coming apart at the seams at this point. It totally it's is. like, so we've just been lying to ourselves this whole time. So here's the truth. Uh, yeah. Good luck, like, guys. It's like the meme of the dog sitting in fire, and he's like, "This is okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's fine. This is okay. It's uh, that, that's exactly where the world's going to right now, man. Yeah. So, so yeah, hell yeah, Snowpiercer. So, yeah, Adam. So, <laughs> that's where we'll be anyway in a few years. I, a train that's ever moving. <laughs> so movies. I think it's best. I, I did. I finished the entire. I mentioned this last time very briefly, but I hadn't technically finished the entire series. I mostly did. Oh, I finished Ozarks. Did I say that? Sorry, go on. Oh, did you? Yeah. How did you, you like the third season? Three. Season? It's good. Solid, hey. Yeah, I think Dude, we I... may have talked about it a bit. So go on. Oh, I, I love season three. Season I, three is amazing. I love, season three. I love the breakdown, the emotional breakdown of um, her brother. Her brother? No, no. I I, I hated that storyline. Oh yeah. I think it paid off really well. Yeah. 
Um, it was brutal. It paid off really well. But I just I hated that they injected this character just to die, and I knew that yeah, thing was happening. Yeah, yeah. I was sad. I was sad when they had when I realized that they had to. You know. Well, okay. So spoiler warning here. <laughs> <That's such> a, <laughs> a little late. So yeah, but uh, 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 we already spoiled it. But spoiler warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but when um when I realized that there was no turning back. For that character. Yeah. I, I remember just that feeling of, like, hopelessness. You know what I mean? I knew he was going to die the moment they introduced him. Really? Oh, sure. Why would they introduce this character? <laughs> I don't know, because it's a show that has a lot of moving parts and sort of random elements in it in terms yeah. of the characters. So. Uh, I also, I didn't necessarily know that it was going to be, he was going to die. I knew that he was coming in to replace a character, potentially. So... Because spoilers, haha, Buddy dies. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, okay, well, he might be coming in to kind of play that role with the son because it looked like that's kind of what he was doing. He was setting up that. I took it as they can't kill anyone in the family, so yeah. they killed Buddy and they killed this guy as a part of like yeah. this is how they make the stakes high. I think that they should kill one of the family members. I think they should too. Yeah. Um, but I really like. I think the, the son should probably die. That'd be the most impactful. Yeah, I think so too. He just saved their shit in this season, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I I really like the the wife. This is to me the wife from the you know beginning of the last end of the last season. L- was Laura like, Lee. hey, I'm empowered, and I'm I'm gonna be the because he's always been the great yeah. drug dealer. You know the yeah. I forget his name. Uh, Marty. Marty. No, no, no. I'm thinking of the guy from Breaking Bad. Oh, Heisenberg. Walter Walter White. Yeah, he, Heisenberg. He, he's the yeah. Heisenberg of this yeah. version. And she was just sort of the back end character. She was the support. But now she sees she's powerful and she's like, no, I think I can do this. Yeah. And he's, no, you stop. I know when to stop. You don't. Yeah. And this entire season is a giant, I told you so. Well, yeah, but but along the way, there's a lot of moments where like she she falls behind and gets ahead, then falls behind and yeah. gets ahead, and then and ultimately she's. But he's by dead the whole season. Like, yeah. he, you can see in his eyes, he is dead. He is just doing this. To not fucking die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't want to push the envelope. She keeps trying to push the envelope. He's just like, just fucking cut back so we can go home. And then at yeah. that point, when it, like it's too late, he's just like, we're all in now. Because yep. we have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's such a good season. Ends ends on an extreme note, too. Yeah. So it's like the very last second yeah. of the season. It's just like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, yeah. So yeah, for people nice. not watching Ozark yet, you got to go check it out. So Great forget one. the spoilers and just go watch it. <laughs> Tarantino that shit. Tarantino so. that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've seen the you've seen the end. Find out how they got there. <laughs> <laughs> the Ronin Geek way. <laughs> um, so I finished Robert Lakers. I finished. I think what I consider one of the best movie trilogies of all time, um, and I I, I re- reaffirm that, which is Back to the Future. Hell yeah. Okay. I rewatched. I rewatched it, but I rewatched it backwards. Why? Started with three. Started with three, then went to two, then went to one. But why? I wanted to watch it differently. <laughs> okay. Um, and I liked the idea of seeing the references that they made in the previous movies. Now, at least when they made the references in the second movie, they knew they were going to do the third movie. Yeah. But when they made it, clearly you can see they just took references from the first one, because obviously they didn't know what they were doing, Yeah. and brought it forward. Like, yeah. someone, when they were making two and three, watched number one, and they took... Keys. Well, like they always took the um, what was it the um the bar, the, the bar, uh, the, yep, the diner, diner, sorry, diner, whatever. They always did the diner. Uh, they made reference to him doing the arcade with the gun shooting yep. thing at every single time. 
Um, they made reference- <laughs> Elijah Woods. What? In in the uh, second one, I think. Elijah oh, Woods. was it as one of the kids? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Look at you'll see it. Look at the eyes. You'll see. That's it. your cue. Yeah. I didn't notice that, but hmm. I really loved the the mirroring, the relationship, and the the con. Honestly, the continuity, the continuity between all three. I'm sure someone could find broken continuity. Yeah. But for just watching the movies, and I've watched them back and forth, forth and back, they seem solid, yeah. better than most trilogies I've ever seen before. Nice. So that was fantastic. Um, games. I am kind of done with Monster Hunter. I have run through its course. Interesting. Um, well, I, I don't want. There's no such thing as beating. It's kind of like wow. There's yeah. always uh, the next expansion. Okay. The next gear. Okay. But. I consider beating a game like that when um, you feel fulfilled. When you feel fulfilled, when you're no longer when when you're at the grind and you're no longer learning new things. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You're so not, it's not it's not a challenge anymore. Yeah, when when you've reached diminishing returns, nothing to explore, nothing to yeah. Yeah, so I, I I beat it. It's done for me right now until something major happens, which it's not going to. So that was <laughs> great. Had a great fun. I'm at like 130 hours. Damn. So. I yeah. got my money's worth. You put it in the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you guys noticed, there is, I don't know if it's still up right now, there was a Steam sale for all things Warhammer, Warhammer 4K. Yeah. I didn't see. Called Blood for the Blood God. Yeah. That's a great Steam sale. <laughs> um, I went, I didn't know I, I didn't have it, so I bought all of the Dawn of War 1 and all of its expansions. Oh, fun, we should play it sometime because it's all based on Steam now. Yes, it is. Yeah. So I'm actually planning on playing Dark Crusade soon, so if we cool. want to play a game, we'll, let's yeah. do something. Actually, we'll play a game with Soulstorm. Uh, Dark Crusade's better. Nah, Soulstorm's got the uh, last armies. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You just want Dark <laughs> You just want Dark Elf. Dark Eldar? Dark Eldar. Actually, whatever. Sisters of Battle. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, actually, I found out Soulstorm... So Soulstorm is widely considered terrible. I know, I know. Because um, it wasn't actually made by the same publishing yeah. developers. Yeah, I didn't I know. know that until who, now. who made it? I don't remember the name of them. I Weird. Bullshit huh. company. Um, <laughs> I also tried Inquisitor Martyr and Inquisitor Martyr Prophecy. Yeah, I got those. Yeah, they're shit. Yep. Absolute garbage. I don't even know. They yeah, have like they, mostly somebody tried, somebody tried selling it to me as Diablo, but... Not garbage. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I played it. I know it's fucking garbage. No, I'm just going to reiterate. It's fucking garbage. I know. I didn't even get through the base tutorial game, and the game froze on me. Oh, no. Not even that. I just meant like it played like garbage. It did. It played like garbage, too. It was awful. Um, Don't play it. It's it's unfortunate. I mean, like, if you really like it, sure, go play it. But otherwise. I don't know how it has the reviews it has. Fans. For fans, it's a great game. Sure. I'm a huge fan of 40k, and I still think it's garbage. Yeah. Uh, so I got those. Stop playing that after you know an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's it's not for us, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I started watching, which I'm done now. Watching Elementary on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah. It's kind of Sherlock Holmes American. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I basically realized that by the I think I've watched six episodes now. Yeah. I was able to guess the the bad guy every single episode within like the first. Couple fifteen <laughs> minutes of the show. You know why it's format. It's format, and oh, I'm like you know what, man. fuck you. You're clearly not clever enough. Like yeah, it's got. If it's gonna be a Sherlock Holmes show, it better be fucking clever. It better be clever. That's funny. It better have clever dialogue. This Sherlock Holmes is the worst Sherlock Holmes. He'll be. You'll sit there and go. It's him. Oh no, it's I'm wrong. Sorry, we just we it's just with, beat up that guy and caught it, him for nothing. It's the one with Lucy Liu, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's him. Oh no, I'm wrong there. Oh no, no, it's him. I'm sure it's him. No, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> and then finally, after like six tries, 
He'll be like, okay, I got him. I'm the smartest man alive. Like, sure, if you just accuse everyone, yeah. eventually you'll be right. Say, <laughs> like, I don't recognize that guy. He's new. He's clearly the villain. It's like, yeah. And then there'll just be one guy like, it must be him. He's got the twirly mustache. Well, of course it's fucking him. Yeah. <laughs> one episode, uh, the the actor Dan uh, Dan Harbor, the guy from Stranger Things, it yeah. must have been one of his first talking credits or something. Okay. He showed up in one of the episodes, and, and he's like, okay, well, it's a fairly new like he's new but at the yeah. time but fairly known actor yeah. doing voice acting he's the villain and then yeah. they go through the whole i literally looked at my wife i was watching it doing other stuff it's like who did they cast for this villain he, yeah i, I just went <laughs> amanda this is my like fifth episode i think it was fifth or sixth whatever episode i ended on if at the end of this episode it's the is one of the villains david harbour <laughs> i'm done i'm done doing this because that's the third or fourth time i've guessed and then they introduce a second character in the show, and I'm like, oh, no, there's there's two potential candidates. It's both no, of them. It's a Harry. Fuck. Or it's both of them? Oh I thought, I'm like, is it red herring? No, no, it's not a red herring. It's both of them. And it turned out to be both of them. Like, you know, we're done. Oh. And I just shut it off. Like, you are not good enough. You're it it would have been show. good if it just turned out to be one or the other in that case. Yeah, because I, then, yeah. I would have been thrown off. I, I would, still would have been pissed if it was one or the other, because yeah. they introduced so many other characters that it could have been. Yeah. And uh, you know what? If you can guess a Sherlock Holmes movie uh, show that early, it's not much of a Sherlock yeah. Holmes thing. So yeah. I gave up. It's a shit show. That was the elementary. Yeah. Okay, so that's Jenny Lee Miller, who's who's the Sherlock in that. So yes, he's yes, from it like is. Train Spotting and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So don't watch nice. it. Don't waste your time. Move on with your lives. Yeah. Bad writing. Sad. So that's n- it. Not his greatest role then, because of Train Spotting. You ever see that? Well, no. I, think, I don't know if his role's that bad as the writing. I think is so the... correct. It's the formatting. He's great. <laughs> he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucy Liu's annoying. Um, really? Oh, God, it's so bad. She, you know what the problem is, is in all of the other iterations of um, I don't, of Sherlock Holmes, most notably the one with Benedict uh, Cucumber Batch. Yes. And um, Robert Downey Jr. Yep. The Watson always felt like a an equal yeah. to Sherlock. It, yeah. Equal in his own way. He dominated Sherlock in a weird way, yet lost to him at times. Right. There was a there was a weird brotherhood there. I don't yeah. know how to say well, it. Well, there was a push and pull. There was a tension between them, yeah. 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 This one, it honestly just feels like a nagging mother. Ooh, that's not good. Lucy Liu just sounds like a nagging mother. That's not good. No. It sucks. I think I think she's a great actress, but this I is don't. just a bad role. Yeah. So that I, just I also don't think she's very good. There's shows that it's just the writing. Yes, probably. absolutely. Or the, or the execution somewhere along the way, way loses communication. Yeah, I'm not sure where it is. It's just stand. It's a standard drama show that's the same as all the other ones. The only thing I ever liked her in was Kill Bill, so she was good in Kill Bill. Yeah, Volume One. Yeah, yeah that was it. So that's it. I've had a very shitty week of failures. Nice of games. Good for you. Uh, tr- hey, you gotta, you gotta. Eventually, you gotta find failures. You right? gotta go to there to come back, man. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. You gotta go there to come back. Yeah. So uh, my week was uh, pretty exciting. I just played more of The Witcher. Finally got into the gameplay loop on that a little bit on oh, The good. Witcher Three, and uh, so I'm, I'm getting it more now. And, and man, I freaking love the game. It's so much, so much fun. It's definitely grown on me. And uh, and now that I'm finally in the process of leveling up and being able to access some of the gear that I've created, yep. uh, the higher power stuff, it's starting to come together for me. Some things the game doesn't go to great lengths to explain, like as you're unlocking uh, powers with, uh, you know, mutagens and things like that, you have to equip them. Mm-hmm. So I was unlocking all of these abilities, and none of them were technically something I was equipped with. So uh. I played through a good chunk of the game like that, until at which point I'm just <laughs> like, it's gotten freaking hard. Like, I can't, you know what I mean? I can't do anything. <laughs> and I was trying to do the thing that you said with Quinn, 
you know, which is like the shield, yep. right? And then you see you equip the shield, you use it, it breaks, you back away, you re-equip it. Like it's so I kept I kept doing that. And it just it wasn't lasting. I was like, what is happening here? I'm getting it's gone in one hit still. Until I found out that my ability points that I've been dumping into it, I, I have to equip yes. the ability then <laughs> and power it up with the mutagen. Oh, that's hilarious. So once I figured that out, I became quite godlike in the game. <laughs> <laughs> so and so you guys, we gotta play Space Station 13, man. You gotta get the process down. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, th- th- that was my problem was the process, right? So once I figured that out, it just it made a lot more sense. And honestly, man, uh, the game is extremely good. Like I'm kind of blown away. Um, yeah. I kind of like in my mind of kind of comparing it to a similar experience like a Skyrim or something like that. You know what I mean? But what no, it's what it's, it's way better than Skyrim. Yeah, but what it's doing is it's like it's filling in all the gaps in the lore and the world and the and the people. It's filling in all the gaps, so it feels like this really complete experience. Whereas yeah. Skyrim, like, was a lot of great individual experiences, all sort of disconnected. You know what I mean? It didn't really play into anything. And when I started the quest Bloody Baron, like you talked about, and then now I'm seeing how that's branching off and going in all these different directions, I'm, my mind is fucking blown. The man. Bloody Baron, I think, is that storyline. I'm not going to talk about what happens with it, but I think is universally considered the best story arc. No matter how, no matter what channel you go down, yeah, all the options make a fantastic I got story. to the end of that. The only thing I have left to do to finish that one up is the story, like the portion of just what happens to his wife. That's the only part I have left to do. So I've already seen like the Lubberkin and everything like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So where where you have to like, you're talking about the storyline, Bloody Baron starts off with, you You have the Baron and uh, his family is missing. Is mm-hmm. that the one you're talking about? Yep. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. So this game. I've already you seen it. You played it? No, no shit, I, Well, I played the beginning of it. Oh my I've told God. you this multiple times. Yeah. I've admitted it on the podcast. I think I just don't like hearing that from you. I just think, I'd like to think you're better than that. <laughs> I've played one and two. I've played one and two. I'd like to think you're better than I that. I haven't played three. I and have three. I own it. I own the, the Game of the Year edition even. Like it's, just, <laughs> it's I just haven't had the time. And when I have had the time, other things have just come up. Mm. You just you just play, you know Better games. Tack Total Wars. <laughs> better games yeah <laughs> yeah better games because that barely exists <sighs> wow um so anyway yeah witcher 3 has been good i, w- I won't go on a lot about that because we talked about it last week uh for watching i did end up watching some of defunct land which you recommended a few oh, yep. episodes yep. ago defunct land is amazing uh the first episode I-, I i bid off was was a big one it was the hong kong disneyland one so oh, like, yeah. what yes. the fuck is this and uh holy shit Dude, like, I, I I'm just blown away by the whole thing. Do the Alien Encounters one if you haven't done it yet. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that one. Next. That's a fantastic story. I'll, I'll watch love that, next. that ride. Goddamn, never it. never went on it. I'm just Fuck. I'm so blown away by like the Hong Kong Disneyland episode, and it's like it's like one of his anniversary episodes, so it's a it's a longer episode, right? It's a big one yep. uh, for him, and 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 the production quality is very high. Like this is a great show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On, on on YouTube that you can watch, and uh, and just watching. The, the Hong Kong Disneyland and how they sort of, to make this thing happen, they really went back on a lot of their commitments to quality and veracity of the experience and the customer experience. And, and, and just they, they went back on everything that makes Disney Disney uh, elsewhere. And that just really blew my mind just watching that take place. And, and he really details the process of how well, they, they did a similar thing to Paris, too. They fucked up Paris. Pretty yeah, much. which I, I have to watch that one next if he has that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, is, as far as I can tell, they fucked up China, the China, the China one, the Hong Kong one. Yeah. Because they went, ah, quality doesn't matter. And well, I think they already knew, too, that Shanghai, Shanghai was going to happen. Yeah. So that, that was the thing, right? So they already knew they were going to build a bigger park up That's, in they gave mainland up China. Yeah. Early. The Paris one fucked up because I think the Paris one was the first one outside of yeah. 
yeah. North America, and they fucked up because they. Oh no, no, sorry, sorry. It would it would have been Disney. I think Paris was after uh, uh, Tokyo. I think Paris was, Tokyo was after before? Tokyo. Okay, yeah. I, and I I thought I remember the lesson learned for Tokyo was um, in Paris they didn't culturalize it to to France, oh. and when they brought it over, they just brought a carbon copy of the American Disneyland, but they don't realize that our their cultural values and views. Uh-huh would make that go in a bad light. That was one of the big yeah. things that failed. Interesting. Was the cultural view of it. And, so, and, and the, how they regime, uh, did their workforce and stuff like that too. Yeah. 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 And then when but, they got to the, the Hong they Kong had, one, they're just like, we give up. Just dress up a guy like a dragon, have him dance around. They'll love it. And like, that's, <laughs> that's all they did. And it was just, it seemed like such an empty experience for them when they were going through like the reveals and the openings and everything. I'm just like, this is like, I'm thinking not, of myself in their shoes. Yeah, and I'm thinking like, why would I? Why would I drive? You know, you know, which probably took a long time to get out there because it was kind of on the outskirts of Hong Kong. Like, why would I take my time to go all the way out there with my family, spend all this money to do this if this is the experience they're providing for me out there? Which was not great. No, it no. definitely wasn't. Yeah. No. So, and a lot of the shows in that uh, are about rides and parks that are no longer around uh but that's what he focuses on right but disneyland hong kong is obviously still around it's still a thing uh but anyway great show high quality uh so good recommendation i'd recommend anybody to go watch defunct land on youtube check that out subscribe and it's a great show yeah 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 cool and that's basically it i've been playing a lot more orna i got kind of back into that i'm trying to hit tier 10 uh somebody found out that because i took some of their areas up in walkerville here in windsor and they found out that i'm down here so they've been slamming me (laughs) 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 so which is cool because they kind of reignited my my yeah 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 so because because gibbs really isn't active anymore so this is a different guy this guy is called rackout 1984 and uh, he's too bad we can never get gibbs on here i know i'd I'd like to meet this guy too he's he's a beast like for Windsor. like yeah yeah seems like a guy i haven't tracked him down yet so yeah gibbs gibbs was just like he just wrote me one day out of the blue he's like it is I, Gibbs. Oh, no, no, like, no, no. I found him. Yeah, and then and then you got him in touch with me, and yeah. he just wrote me out of the blue one day, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Gibbs. Like, this this guy, this mythical figure in the Orna world. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. So that's the cool thing about Orna is that, like, new players will pop up from time to time in different areas. And obviously, I, I have a huge swath of southern Ontario, so I'm not worried to lose a bunch of areas here because I could take them back in a few levels. But, like, it's it's just it's fun to see new players kind of come up and, and, and make their mark on the game. That's and, great. And it's just super fun. Super I really fun. think they need to put out a, a website with all the different areas and who owns what. That would be Just, amazing. like, overlaid over Google Maps. Yep. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. They yeah. need to do that. Yeah, like a colored like heat map. You know what I mean? Or yeah. You can choose a faction and see what yep. they actually control. Yeah, because mine would just be like this corridor across southern Ontario, <laughs> across the four hundred one pockets. Yeah, along the four hundred one and uh, in Windsor, and then uh, and other people would just be like a huge round area, mm-hmm. right? Like just in their in their radius, right? It'd be so. fantastic to see. I that that needs to get developed. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that's something to do because it has become quite a big game. Uh, in terms of players, it seems like since I started playing, even there's probably a few hundred thousand new players. So, and sure. I'm just I'm watching the chat groups and stuff on Facebook, and the game and, deserves it. Yeah, yeah, and the yep. groups are getting big. So, anyway, that's my playing and watching. So fun. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. That's it for Ronan Geek Official Podcast, episode ninety two. I was glad to have Rob back on today. Thank you, Rob, for joining us. Yay. Now and forever, never be off again. So, because Adam... oh, I thought we I thought we demoted him to guest spot. <laughs> he's the he's the permanent guest. You're the permanent guest. So Adam, Adam isn't was that per- kind of what I was? Yeah, for a while. Yeah, he was like a guest that showed up and just never left. <laughs> <laughs> I moved into your basement and just never left. It's like, uh, oh hey man, can I have that uh, refrigerator box for for my uh, for my house? Yeah, man, you can take that. Oh, you're just crawling into it here. Okay. <laughs> 
basically, yeah. And and there is there is actually a bed in 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 the podcast room here in my house. So yeah. uh, as as people probably... my bed. yeah. <laughs> That's how I do this podcast. I just roll out. Adam, that's your bed there. Adam's the ironing board. board. Yeah. I don't so, think it'll hold me. Adam, Adam's been in isolation at my house and not with his wife at his own house. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, but that's it for this episode. So thanks for joining. This is Alex Austin signing off. And isolated, plenty, and Adam. And Rob. Thanks for I'll talk to you next time. Bye.